Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the last, the final. I don't have any other words for the MCU movies that we started, God, over a year and a half ago. And I just have one thing to say before we get started. Looks like we made it, even though we almost fell down. We had two moves and a child couldn't stop us. Looks like we made it, and I don't want to watch any more Marvel movies. I was insane when I started this. And who's with me that's also crazy tonight? <laughs> yeah, that, that's about what I expected. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Michael K. Hughes and Bo. <laughs> and I'm Bill Tucker. Right, babe? Yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. Right, babe. Do you like my my beard I grew? My blue beard? You can't see, but I didn't grow. Very good. Very good. So all the so all this movie made me want to do was watch Ferris Blue's Day Off again. Yeah. That's the much better John Hughes movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we are here to finally wrap up this MCU countdown. We went through all 23 movies with Spider-Man, Far From Home, that came out in 2019. Five years ago now. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Man, yeah, we I, just kind of blipped through 2020. Basically, yeah. Kind of. I forgot happens. about this movie. Like, I remembered bits and pieces, but I was not. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird way to wrap up Phase Three. It's unnecessary. It it definitely felt like Sony says you have to make another Spider-Man movie, or we're taking the license back. So they just kind of tacked it on at the end. Oh, that I'm pretty sure that's what it was, because I remember correctly, they didn't even know if they were going to get another movie after this one because the contract went up. So they had to get it out as fast as they could because the contract was going away. Bill's, no Bill's favorite thing, licensing garbage. Yeah, great. That's great. Just yeah, just we'll just hammer this out because the contract says so. Yeah, this is such an afterthought. I did not see this in theaters because I thought Endgame was the end of these. <laughs> you see. I thought that hence the name. Hence the name. No, I just I didn't see this in theaters for whatever reason. I don't remember. Um, a lot has happened between 2019 and now. It's it's an extremely odd kind of coda to phase three. I don't know why this has a 90% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I really don't. <laughs> and I know Rotten Tomatoes is very strange. It's Rotten Tomatoes is is weird in the way it does its rankings, but yeah, we'll talk about it, man. I just oh, man, this is just a very strange kind of coda like i said to the to phase three and it's not a terribly good one this movie is rife with problems i remember the highlight movie more than i did Uh, i remember walking out of the theater pretty lukewarm on it the the great thing about this movie is it comes at a cool 128 minutes compared to some of the other phase three movies yeah nice and trim it was good watching it you know again the 10 o'clock last night finished up around midnight perfect (laughs) You guys, this movie came out three months after Endgame. This came out in early July, like late June, early July. Three months after the spectacle of Endgame. Yeah, Endgame was probably mostly in the can after all the Infinity War stuff. I assume they filmed them back to back like that. So this one was probably just took their time with it. It's just strange. This exists in the same year as Endgame. Again, it's Endgame is even has at the end of Endgame. Like the little hero shots of all the characters and their little signatures at the end. And it's like, done. And then this little movie comes crawling up, no pun intended. Hi, you guys need a little more Marvel? I got a little little venture about our friends traveling to, to Italy. Can we? It's not, and it's not, not well, great. So This movie starts out with the hero shots in a very stupid way. Yeah, I don't. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, is that the, the Marvel logo? Yeah, you talking about the montage. 
Oh yeah. The, the the high school, yeah. The, I guess montage is a good word for it. the farewell video. I guess. Oh uh, yes, yes. That's uh, weird. <sighs> with my issue, my one of my issues with it is one that they have this like little video where they're like, "Oh, the Fallen Avengers." Yet you don't see Black Widow murals all over, or Captain America who's not <laughs> dead. You just see <laughs> Iron Man murals everywhere. Yeah, and Iron Man. God, is there Iron Man? Yeah, you guys warn me about the Iron Man-ness, how Tony Stark permeates every orifice of this movie. And oh boy, oh boy, does it. I mean, I, you know, most of the most of um, Peter Parker's emotional journey hinges on his relationship with Tony. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's so much iconography <laughs> and references. And I, you know, we'll, again, we'll get into it as we it's go through the but. big issues with this movie. Is that like I didn't? I don't think I realized it when I first saw it. But if somebody pointed out that both Spider-Man movies are essentially Spider-Man and Friends, like yep, the first yeah. one is and Spider-Man Iron Man team up movie. And this is Spider-Man is and and the Agents of Shield essentially. And the third one's shaping up to be Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. And I wonder if it's a contract thing too, where they're like, it has to be. You think? Has to be. Yeah. Like the same way that we can't have a solo Hulk movie because yeah. Universal owns it. Like I don't think Sony's going to just let Marvel. Or Disney make just a Spider-Man movie. It's like you have to put your stupid characters in here. <laughs> you cannot have the. I'm sorry. I'm so salty about not having a solo Spider-Man movie other than Spider-Verse. Right. It's it's crazy. I wonder if the. So you think there's a babysitting clause where like Spider-Man <laughs> always must be. have a babysitter along with them? <laughs> Which sucks because we see towards the end of this movie they could have made a really sweet solo Spider-Man movie, but no, yeah. it's got to be this this Garbo. I mean, I do know that one of the requirements with Spider-Man was to put him in the MCU. So I guess like having other characters makes it like, oh, he's in the MCU is the MCU. That could be part of it. Yeah. But I mean, even even other MCU characters got origin movies. Not that we need to see Uncle Ben die for the 87th time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that kind of played a part of it, too. I don't know. It's just it's a bizarre choice. And I, I just it's almost understandable, though, because how, from a story perspective, like how much is peter parker going to do on his own without a handler without somebody kind of moving him along because again he is 17 he's he's in high school he's not he's not an adult yet you know and but they gotta do something better than just keep hanging on the tony stark thing you know keep keep beating that drum right i just hope they don't do it no way home also oh man <laughs> i i everywhere i look i still see his face all these years later <laughs> everywhere he looks and like this movie starts off even before that montage you have it in where it's in mexico and this is when you first see Mysterio fighting some. Is he fighting Elemental at this point? I think. Yeah, no, it's yes. Earth one. Yeah. This kind of bugs me too because I mean, like two of them that you see are actual characters from Spider-Man comics, like Hydro Man. You see later yeah. on, but it's not. Uh huh. And they even mentioned Maury Bench's name, who is Spider uh, Hydro Man's alter ego. But that's another problem I have with this movie is it kind of shot itself from the in the foot from the get go is. You're going to put Mysterio in it, but he's a hero. And like anyone that knows True. anything about yeah. Spider-Man is like, OK, he's the villain, obviously, yeah. which I don't know. It's, mm. Well, as somebody who's never who didn't, I've heard of Mysterio. And then when I saw him with his globe face. I'm like, oh, that's a globe face guy. I thought he was DC. <laughs> oh, I guess not. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of the guy with a very large head. That was there's a guy with a large head, I think, in DC. Is that the guy? No, that's leader. He's the- leader of Marvel. Yeah. 
Isn't yeah. that like Wisterio or uh, Wizard Face? I don't know. In DC. I have no idea where you're going with this. I don't either. <laughs> Listen, there's a ride at Six Flags Great Adventure called Superman the Ride. And in route on the way to the ride, there's all these different like signs with all the characters and villains. And one of them is like a super genius dude. Dynamo something. I don't know. Brainiac. Brainiac. That's it. Thank you. Brainiac. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible description of Brainiac, but yes. I, I listen, I haven't been on that ride in 15 years, okay? Listen, I've, I've drank a lot since then. i a picture on, of Brainiac. Now. That is not... Well, I don't know. So anyway, it's like I, so I didn't know who this was. And I, I, I was like, okay, he's just... Oh, Actually, I just said, oh, that's Jake Hillenhall. That's nice. Hi, Jake. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, best known for his role in the Prince of Persia movie, I think. <laughs> no, he was in... I think he was in... <laughs> He was an enemy, I think, right? Source and he was, uh, oh, he was in, oh, what the heck is that movie? Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko, which is. I've never seen it, but yeah, he's yeah, in that. Well, you're, you're not. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. True. He was, yeah. 2012. Yeah, Donnie, yeah. Donnie Darko. That's right. Uh, What's the one of uh, recently? Day After Tomorrow. Was he oh, in Day After Tomorrow? Not yeah, Day After oh. Tomorrow, you're right. That's. Yeah. And then you also have like this quick little recap too of the Avengers at, as a school video. Like I was, like we were talking about with that whole thing and which is just stupid. And then the way, like when you first see Peter and Ned talking, they're getting ready for the trip. And then MJ walks up and they're like, we're talking about this, not you. No, no, no. Like, it's just so stupid. Mm. Like we're collecting so, phones. Real quick. The, the little tribute video, it reminded me of, I don't, don't remember where I read it. Basically someone said that if an indie development studio is making a bad video game, you know, shit paying homage to a bad video game you're making it as a joke and you're still making a bad video game so like yeah they made this stupid video and it's supposed to be a joke because it's high school kids but it's still a stupid video and it's yes very Correct. very yeah. uh, cringy as the the kids say these days yeah there's a lot of cringe going on in in this um it does though explain the blip a bit which was good for me because i really never had the blip fully explained i yeah. just the biggest problem for me in this movie and there was a time, a point in this film where I stood up. I literally stood up. I said, James, <laughs> pause it. What is going on here? What is happening? <laughs> what? I don't know what's happening. What is going on? And this movie makes very little sense. <laughs> Most of the things in this movie don't make sense. One of the things with the blip I thought was interesting was the idea that you know, half the people left and then all of a sudden five years later, half of everybody returned. But why is that a big deal? Because hear me out. If half the kids in the school, let's just say, die, you know, blip away, whoosh, they're gone, right? Time moves on five years. Five years later, they all come back. It's not like we've doubled our population within the last five years. We're just re-adding what was gone. So why is it such a big deal? Other than the fact that kids have an age and they come back the same age they are. And they're technically 21 when they should be 16, which is a very <laughs> funny bit that pays off. So I was just wondering that, like, this doesn't. Isn't, why are we so concerned? Isn't that kind of what they touch on in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Isn't that the Flag Smasher's whole deal is yeah. because everyone is displaced? They're kind of fighting to get to get back to what they were. Yeah, it's they're trying to get back to they're well, they're trying to get back much. to like a well, they're trying to get back to like a one world government as opposed to like new government with everyone's back. So it's like let's get back to quote unquote normal, and they they want to bring things back the way they were before the blip, mm. I believe. Winter Soldier, I saw that like a month ago, and I've already kind of forgotten about it a bit. <laughs> it's kind of forgettable. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that it one. It also takes place, I just looked at the timeline, it takes place before this movie. Oh, okay. 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 So WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier happen before Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. I was wondering that, yeah. 
And we we got to see the band later. kid. When we get to see the band kid beamed in the head with the uh, the basketball when when they, when they, on the reentry, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. There are a bunch of really good visual bits in this movie, and uh, as we'll go through, uh, but this is actually important. You got to explain everything to the audience who may not have seen Endgame and really don't know what's going I, on. I didn't mind the, the homeless exactly. support thing, like where they have them talking about the blip and explaining what happened, because you did need some explanation after Endgame. So I'm like, that didn't bother me. Like, I think it's funny where like Aunt May's like, yeah, she, you know, she thought I was his mistress and he, this person thought I was someone else and thought I was the mother. Like, you know, just all confused. Like it makes sense that like people just vanish and nobody knew what the hell was going on for five years. And all of a sudden everybody just came back, which was a dumb decision on their part, but Hey, yeah, of course, of course she had to blip too. So Tony didn't have to confront her about Peter being gone. <laughs> You're right. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. I mean, statistically, it could happen, yes. 50%, yeah. so not like it was like 10%. Mm, no. True, 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 true. Um, but yeah, after our news brief, we get to um, Pete's hanging out with Ned. It's so good to see Ned in movies. I love Ned. <laughs> I love him. I think he's great. I think he's such a fun a fun little character to uh, bounce off of Peter. It's great. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He's better in the first movie. I agree. Yeah. Well, well, we'll talk why he's better in the first movie, I'm sure, because I, gr- I agree with that as well, but... But there's no um, babe. Okay, babe. There's no babe. Mm-hmm. No babe. Which is, I think, is actually rather funny. It kind of explained they're talking about NJ, and this is where this movie kind of falls on its face a bit. And this is, you guys always talked about it, where it's like this is more of a John Hughes movie than a than a superhero movie. And I think it's, it's like half. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say exactly what you're about to say. It's just, it's like half and half. It's yeah. It doesn't really succeed at either one of them. No, it doesn't. And that's the biggest problem is that this movie is trying to do both things, and in trying to do both, it does neither that well. Which is that's the biggest problem here, because all the John Hughes type stuff again is very cringy because we've all been there. Like we've all fretted over a girl or a boy that we liked, right? We all kind of was. What do I say to this person? And as adult, we're saying, say something stupid. Don't be a ninny. That, You're Spider-Man. That like, doesn't you... bother me in John Hughes movies. It's just it... the, it's, it's something about like that didn't really bother me a whole lot. I mean, there are other things that bother me. More. Like, I don't like the Ned relationship just because I feel like it's unnecessary. I mean, I it fits high school, yeah. but it just, it, I don't know, it irritated me. It's scene dressing for kind of that era, right? It's unnecessary. I agree, but I didn't. It was fine. It kind of stayed out of the way. But the problem with this, this, uh, the John Hughes, and we'll just call it the John Hughes stuff or the teenage romance triangle stuff is that if you're not going to do one thing well and you're going to do both kind of half assed, then neither one's going to be very good. The reason John Hughes movies works is because those relationships are earned. It's, it's seeped in the nostalgia of that. It's, it kind of feels lived in as opposed to something created to develop a character or to just put someone in that place. So, John, it's that thing called heart. There is no heart in this. There's no heart in this movie. There's no heart. And that if you just have teenage angst with no heart, it's just annoying. Like sitting behind a bunch of kids in Denny's, like while they're like throwing spitballs at each other. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I want to yell. I want to, I want to shake them. Peter, please come on already. Just say hi to her. It just feels so out of place in an MCU movie. Yes, and we spend a lot of time. And we spend a lot of time with Peter Parker just fretting. He's always fretting, like he's always just very concerned. And I get he's seventeen, right? And that's just what the point of it is. But boy, oh boy, we also don't even get a whole lot of Spider-Man. We get a lot of Peter Parker in this movie. It's kind of like Iron Man three. Here's you don't get you don't get Iron Man. You get Tony Stark constantly. Yeah, Yeah, there's very little Spider-Man in this. It's a very good point. Yeah. 
and that that kind of messes with it me too like and like the stuff like early on you have happy hitting on uh, aunt may i mean yes it's funny but again it just it just everything to me re- like we kept saying feels like a john hughes movie and, and like it's not john hughes movies are fun like i mean ferris Bueller's day off i mean a lot of those movies have a certain type of feel but that also was the 80s not 20 you know it doesn't I don't like the whole high school thing in this movie. Like I get it. Like I was okay with it from in homecoming, but here it's just like, I mean, so many things have happened. He just saved the world. Like we need to move on. So yeah, it's, it's almost like they couldn't figure out an entire script based around Mysterio. And there's like, okay, we need to pad out the runtime with something, uh, high school. I also don't like Mysterio in this movie. No, he's terrible. Nah. He's, <laughs> he is, he is, I don't want to say inexcusable, but he is such a early, early, early MCU villain. It feels like like he's yes. a he feels like a throwback to oh, 20, yeah. 2003. Like, he's also a Tony Stark villain in this movie. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly what it is. He just feels like another run of the mill. Tony Stark made this bad guy. It's extremely generic. And that's a big problem with the Spider-Man stuff. The superhero stuff is extraordinarily generic. And when it tries to not be generic and interesting, it's incomprehensible. It's and, an annoying. And you just come out of the other Spider-Man movie. You have Vulture, which they made Vulture actually work like really well. Yeah. Yeah. And then here. A goofy, laughable villain to begin with. And they made him kind of badass. Yeah. I mean, they 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 revolutionized him in a way that I really liked. The Mysterio, like, yes, it is Mysterio. And it fits Mysterio. But I didn't like the way they did it. It's just it bugged me when you find out, you know, as the movie progresses, like what he's actually up to. It's like, this is just dumb. And yeah. his, his end goal is just like, it's such a big question mark. Like he wants, okay, I don't want to jump too we'll far ahead. But we'll get there. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. And like we were kind of saying with like, like the fit, the John Hughes thing, like when the first thing you see is you have Peter ghost, ghost Nick and they have to say it multiple times. He ghosted me. Oh, he didn't ghost you. He ghosted me. Oh, you're going to ghost Nick. Like once was enough guys. Like I get yeah. it. That Nick Fury's trying to call Peter Parker over top of all these other Avengers. Like he names off a couple, but. Where, where's Falcon? Where's yeah, yeah. Where's where's, right. uh, where's Bucky? Yeah, like where's, yeah, where's Hawkeye? I'm sure he's doing nothing. It's uh, yeah. We, that we whole know thing where Black Widow is. Well, they know where Black Widow is. Yeah, we all know where she is. We left her where we found her. Yep. <sighs> wah, wah, poor Black I'll never Widow. get over that. I know it's okay. Never. It's okay. I'm sure there's a support group somewhere. <laughs> it's I don't know. No, the Nick Fury stuff is dumb. I don't. What I don't, and also miss this makes Nick Fury look like an idiot. Like everyone's dumb in this movie. It feels like. <laughs> there's no one smart. I mean, they kind of explain that at the end, but yeah, they do. They, I think he also hand waves it like, "Hey, I was blipped, and you know, five years later, I have no." I think he says it later on, but he's like, "You know, I don't have any. I don't know where well, people well, are. I, I used to have everything." Go ahead, sorry. Did you watch both the stingers? The ones at the end, yes, I did. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, hold on. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point too. Fair enough. Good that point. irritates me too. We'll get there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we got, we got I, I don't, it's just a lot of that stuff. Like early after he goes to Nick, you see him freak out with a crowd, which like, okay, I get it. Cause and again, they mentioned Iron Man. Oh, not Iron Man. Oh, so, oh, you know. This is Iron Man three all over again, where he's got the PTSD with the aliens. And they're like, well, what are you going to do if aliens come back? And Peter freaks out and runs off. Same right. thing that Tony did. But again, I can hand wave that as saying he's a kid still. I, a lot of this movie hinges on the fact that Peter Parker's a, still a dumb kid, <laughs> even though he's a superhero and an actual <laughs> genius who knows more than anybody in that school. He's still a dumb kid. But yeah, I did, that's fine. I didn't mind him kind of being in front of all these cameras. People asking him questions, rapid fire. Yeah, this whole thing is fine. Again, kind of reestablishing also. I, I do like May and Happy. I think that's really cute. I, I, I do. I like a lot of that, all that stuff pretty much. It, it's fun. 
And it's just fun watching Marissa a, Tomei act. She's just so good. Yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere, though. I mean, we get no. the, the joke at the end, but that's about it. Yeah, it's one long setup for a payoff at the end. Yeah, basically. The John Hughes movie again. Yeah, right. I mean, that's <laughs> what the next part was, too. Like, you have him packing, but especially all the airplane stuff with the seat switch and how it goes awry and how he brings the, the double connector so they can watch a movie together. And then the guy that, you know, this other guy ends up hitting on her instead and he misses out and he's stuck with the teacher from the Hulk movie. Like all that happens. And it's just all like, and you have music playing in the background. I'm just like I'm watching the eighties movie now, right now. Yeah. I forgot. He was the pizza guy from incredible Hulk. Yeah. For that oh, one scene. <laughs> yeah. The plane stuff is actually okay. I actually like the two teachers. I like them just completely unable to handle the the tasks they are given, especially when they becomes a monumental disaster. Uh, JB Smooth is so great. I love JB Smooth. He's he just makes me giggle every time I see him. So I was very happy to see him in this film. And the other guy's pretty good too. Yeah, this is this and this is kind of where this back and forth goes, right? It's this is this is all okay. Like all of this and you know, switching seats. Ooh, I want to sit next to MJ and this other guy vying for her attention. And Ned, of course, messing everything up by lying. Because <laughs> he always screws things up. It's the stereotypical Parker luck. So at least I got that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, it's it's again, it's all fine. But it just didn't I didn't want it in my Spider-Man movie. That's, that's I mean, the they thing, make yeah. it work. Because that's like the whole theme of this movie is a very jokey movie. And I guess part of the idea was to have something joking after Endgame. But I just don't yeah. like it. Yeah. But you didn't need it's something joking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. It's not quite Ant-Man or Ant-Man the Wasp, but it, it definitely tries. I will say I like the, the high school stuff, honestly, more than the superhero stuff. Because at least that's I can think back on that era as yeah, as an old fart. I can think back on the era <laughs> and be like, oh, yeah, totally. I can see myself angling to get a seat next to a girl I like, you know, when all those little dramas that feel so big when you're that age. I mean, that's what John Hughes movies do, too, is that those little dramas feel really big and important. You know, so when I forget if uh, say anything is a John Hughes, but when he's like holding up the boom box, that feels like <laughs> a big moment because it's set up, you know, and it's. And even though it's a little thing, right, it's a blip, it, no pun intended, in their lives. It's a blip in their lives, right? It's just one thing they'll remember maybe when they're 30. It feels big and important. And the problem is you now have this really big and important superhero story and this high school stuff side dressing that really doesn't do much than just kind of, again, pastiche a John Hughes movie. And it's not contributing. It's not additive to the whole experience. And then you got the superhero stuff, which isn't very interesting to begin with. So, yeah. I mean, I normally don't mind high school stuff in some movies. Like, I, I have enjoyed it. Like, I went and watched her Blue's Day Off at some point, and I was still like, okay, this is hilarious. Like, even though this movie from the 80s, it's still funny, and I still enjoyed it. But there was something, and then, and then all I could feel, like, I could just feel that vibe everywhere in this movie, and I didn't like it, because it wasn't, I guess, part of it wasn't what I wanted in my Spider-Man movie, so that's part of it, which is on me. Because mm-hmm. it like, was funny, I laughed. But Spider-Verse has a little bit of it, but it's also an origin movie, so it kind of manages to blend it better than this one. Well, multiverse or Spider-Verse, rather, sorry. Spider-Verse begins with high school stuff as a setting, but the characters right. are still very grounded as kids. So it's again, it's kind of k- kids being I'm trying to think they weren't seeing it. spider multi ah, I keep saying blah, blah, blah. Spider-Verse is a very humorous movie. It's not jokey funny it's just a very humorous movie it's lighthearted and it's just so beautifully constructed 
it's it's a setting. It's not necessarily the focus. Where here, it's obviously high school kids on vacation, summer vacation trip. You know, it's just very hammered in and a little ham handed. Mm-hmm. And you know, and actually, in Spider Spider Verse is more about family. You know, about him dealing with family, relationship with his dad, mm-hmm. which is still the most touching scenes I've seen in a comic book movie when he's in his room and his dad's talking to him from the other side. Like, that's so beautifully earned and gorgeous <laughs> and stunning. I don't know how you write that. That's amazing. So it's a great movie. So you're saying Into the Spider-Verse is a perfect movie. What I'm I wouldn't say perfect. <laughs> it's dang close. I'll be, it's, if, if you're tr- it's perfect at what it's trying to achieve. And it hits every note it means to. So you can make the argument. I don't say perfect, but yeah, it's, it's, so damn good. it's good. There's only one perfect movie that I've ever seen, and it started with Scott. Didn't start with <laughs> it. And Scott Pilgrim were tied for my favorite movie of all time. So actually, neither yeah. of those are perfect. Sounds of the Land. Now that might be a perfect movie, but that's not. We're not going to have the discussion again. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. Definitely not Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. And then like, and, you, and like the whole way that Ned gets the girlfriend. I mean, that was kind of humorous, where he sits next to her and she doesn't really want him there. And he tries to talk to her. She's ignore, like, like, do you play game? Like, no. Do you play games? You know this? No. And then he starts playing it, and she's looking over at it and watching it. Like, okay. And, and again, you're the, stuck. The turbulence, and they they kind of grab each other's hand yeah. real quick. Cute. It's cute. I, mean, I like Ned. That was amusing. Time. I just. I, that I liked because I mean, you're sitting next to somebody for nine hours, and you're in high school, so you know each other. It's a different like. That part was kind of cute. I just didn't like how they are throughout the movie. I mean, I get it. It's high school. I'm sure I've done did, did dumb shit, too, in my first relationship. But I, I don't know. It just bugged me. <laughs> Them calling each other babe reminds me of the Office episode, the dinner party. And it's like one of the hardest episodes to get through. Oh, you broke my plasma Jeez. screen TV. We threw a Dundee. Yeah. Oh, God. That is one of my favorite Office episodes, by the way. I oh, that is, Pure cringe all the way through. It's almost unwatchable. No idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, it's, it's glorious. It's such a good show. Anyway, Not the babe list. stuff's fine. I. It's also, it's cringy because, again, like I said before, we've all been there. You've all been overly yeah. attached to a significant yeah, no, other. I, I know I have. So we Especially watch my it first relationship. Yeah, we, yeah, right? Your, your first girlfriend or boyfriend is always that one you're obsessed with. And again, as an adult watching it, you're like, oh, God, so no, it's so gross. Man, I think it just was the fact that it was. I wanted more Spider Man in my Spider Man movie. Yeah, yeah. I think whenever I didn't get Spider Man, I was getting upset. I'm, I'm like, I don't care about the. I want Spider Man. This is strongly a Peter Parker movie. You're right. Yeah, yeah I think mm-hmm. that fucked me. Like, I can't remember exactly, but I know they go to the airport in Venice, and again, you have MJ with this other guy who. You know, was from the blip where he was like 12 and now he's 17 and they're all like, oh, no, he's hot. Like, I mean, you know, the kind of, <laughs> I mean, it fits the storyline of what they're trying to say. So I'm like, but it's it's annoying that whole like rival for the same girl type thing. It, it annoyed me Brand. after a while. Again, it's just in the style of that of that type of movie, you know. Yeah. And again, none of these things ever pay off. And that's the problem. None of these things really go anywhere. I was waiting for the movie to go. Pow, 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 as he's running away from Mysterio at the end. Pow, 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 and he stops the. You know, hey, hi, hi, I'm, I'm Peter Parker. Hi, nice to meet you. There was none of that in this movie, though. No one got that. I don't, I don't get the reference. Where he's running home, he's running home, and he stops at one point talking to two women. Uh, oh, and the first cooler. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work. I know. The sound effect. The sound effect threw me. I'm like, did he? It sound like a cat. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Go watch that movie and watch that final part. And you'll see what I mean. Or just YouTube it. It's when he jumps over the 
the fence on the trampoline. It's kind of cutting back and forth and doing yeah. the, the real slow-mo. Yeah, I got you it. Need to run, should not be able to make you. They made the Ferris Bueller reference in, in uh, Homecoming. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can just watch that and they'll get to make yeah. the same thing. Okay with that. that was also New York. That was at school. Like this movie, like he's on a freaking school trip, yet he's still, we're entrenched with school. Mm-hmm. I will say these sets are gorgeous when oh. they get to the different European cities. Okay, yeah. those are good. Good stuff. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. I did laugh at the shitty hotel, though, as I put it, when they get the hotel and it's not that nice. <laughs> I did laugh at that. <laughs> Doing some renovating. And I, I actually like too as they're as they're kind of getting themselves there. I don't know if the, mo- the 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 kids hanging out in Venice montage is after the hotel or before, but I like that. I like that. I like watching Peter be a kid because right. in the end, even though he's a superhero, he really also deserves a childhood. He deserves an adolescence that's normal, and we kind of want that for him because he's such a he is a fun character. We still really like Tom Holland as Spider Man. So that push and pull is actually interesting. The idea of him desperately wanting to just be a kid and have fun with his friends on summer vacation and the responsibilities he didn't ask for, right? He didn't ask to be a better person. What song, whenever they do stuff like that, they always play songs with it, which again made me keep thinking of, you know, John Hughes movies. We're going to keep saying throughout Uh this entire episode. Yeah. They were typically 80s songs too, I think. Well, of course, they were inspired by John Hughes movies. Yeah, yeah, I forget what song is playing during the montage, but I just know at one point there's a Ramon song that played. I don't know what the song was, but I knew it was Ramon's. I knew the voice. No, I don't honestly don't remember. This it is when we get uh, this is when we get MJ explaining her new favorite word, <laughs> bow, where it can mean anything. <laughs> okay. She's like it's the like the antithesis to Aloha. She's like it can mean hi, how you doing, or get out of my face. And then the guy's like, hey, you want to buy flowers? She's like, bow, and the guy just walks away. <laughs> I love it. She's fantastic. She's, she's great in this movie. I, I like where they went with MJ in these Spider-Man movies. Like, I'm completely happy with the MJ that we get. Yeah. No, I agree. She She's fantastic. Before that, we get a literal 10-second scene where Pete buys a jewelry, a necklace for MJ. I like um, this, actually. I think it's neat. I think his keynote is perfect. He kind of gets it. And this is, again, high school kind of thing. Then yeah. You know, he has it built up in his head how he's going to present this gift to her and she's just going to swoon. Right. It's all those fantasies you have wrapped up in your head as a uh-huh. as a teenager. But I like that because it's important to establish how he gets that that little uh, necklace. And then uh, and then Jay again just steals steals. I think she steals nearly every scene she's in. She's so fun and good. You know, Zendaya does a gr- Zendaya does a great job in this movie. Oh, it's very funny. Uh-huh. I really hope we get her in the morning. Just one more movie. But will we? That necklace. <laughs> necklace is really pretty, too. For whatever that's worth. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Black Dahlia reference, though, too. That amused me. <laughs> is that a character name? Is that a character no, name? it's just a real life murder no. that they never saw. OK. Yeah. Or multiple I th- murders. I'm like, is MJ going to become like the Black Dahlia character? Or is she's not Gwen because she's Spider-Gwen? And I'm sure MJ turns into a character at some point. Um, with I don't think MJ does in the regular <laughs> no? canon. OK, good. No, I don't think MJ's ever gotten powers. She got radiation poisoning from uh, Peter's fluids at one point. I mean, there's that one time where she became water. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> oh, God, that's in the cartoon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Speaking of Hydro, man. Uh, oh, they're also on the boat. I remember when this when this movie came out on one of the boats that you see right near the time where Hydro Man shows up. It has, I think it's 227 on it. Whatever It's whatever the first appearance of Amazing Spider-Man is as Hydro Man. They had that on the boat, the numbers. Okay. Yeah, they, they do that for Magma Man later. Oh, that's cool. It's not Mega Man. It's not Hydro Man. Oh, yeah. It's not and Mori I, Bench. And it's not a shit. I can't remember his name. I wanted Hydro not Man. Important. I like Hydro Man. 
It's CGI water monster. It's so boring and generic. I'm watching this. I'm like, this is something out of an early 2000s superhero movie. Like this is, could not be more generic. There was probably a template in the program they used to build this thing. It's like water monster template, you know, dot zip. Boom. Throw him in there. There he is. Boring. Unnecessary. And like the whole story that they, they build up for these elementals and everything. It's just. I mean, I just want Hydra-Man, just a guy who gets jealous of Peter or something who can turn into water because of whatever reason, and that he just goes and fights Peter Parker and fights Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. Spider-Man doesn't have world-ending villains that much. He, you know, that's what makes him work. Like, in The Vulture, it wasn't a world-ending situation. It wasn't, it was just a guy who he got in his way and was dating his daughter. Mm-hmm. Now, the movie does hand-wave this a lot when you discover Mysterio is 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 evil with his evil crew of super smart people and how the Mysterio thing is all written by this guy he knew who kind of wrote all this mythos <laughs> and all of this stuff so when you look at it that way like oh well, no no wonder it's stupid it was written by like a half rate you know screenwriter guy one of Mysterio's buddies but <laughs> so you can kind of hand wave it that way but when you're in the actual movie and you don't realize it's all a farce it's like well this is just boring and generic and i'm here in this scene right now and it's now just a dude with a globe head, you know, shooting green stuff at a water monster. I can barely see. Well, you know. <laughs> one of my issues with Mysterio is that when you see him and he's doing these things, like when you first see it, especially later on when you find out what's going on with the movie, it's like, where is he even in this? Because he's not actually flying. He's not even wearing a suit. He's just standing there somewhere because everything's holographic. This yeah. movie doesn't make sense. Yes. <laughs> None of this shit makes sense. I mean, he looks cool. Like, I actually got it. This is, I never thought I would say Mysterio actually looks cool, and they got him down, and the character is is the character from the comics, but in no way did I go, you know, that's the character I want to see on live action, Mysterio. That wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I don't know much about the comics at all, obviously. I thought he looked pretty cool, though. I mean, you know, the, the costume is neat, and I, I like the... Jake Gyllenhaal is a, is a very good actor, so it was cool to see him. He's having a lot of fun in this movie. He is having a great time. Oh, man. And, when uh, he starts breaking later, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he's having he a, a job. He's just having a blast with his movie. And uh, I'm kind of here for it. It was good. And when you see like you see Peter trying to hold up buildings at one point while Mr. Hill fighting this giant hydro, fake Hydro man. Part of my question is, what is breaking everything? Because this is before he gets the drones. Like, what is he even using that's destroying everything around him in this holographic? I never really say other than. Look, he has a little holojector thing. Like, I think maybe they mentioned their drone, but if he already they had drone, what do you more drones? Drones. For? Yeah, they needed Edith to like get them all synced up or some bullshit. But he didn't know. have. But he didn't have Edith yet. I think though. I think they only no. really needed Edith for to get him to get these drones to London. The or? other drone. No, they needed Edith to get the other drones from the satellite. That's it. Yes, because he wasn't Correct. using his drones anymore. Because his drones didn't have guns, but I think well, they, they had, had guns, guns. apparently, because they were breaking stuff. Well, that's how the only way they can break stuff, because he explains that later. That Oh, double but the firepower. He really wanted to destroy stuff. Bullet holes? Like, hmm, that's weird. Look what this water monster hit the thing. There's bullet holes everywhere. That's not strange. <laughs> yeah, they're right. They don't They don't see, like, little particle effects and, and pew-pews coming out of the... Hence, my biggest problem with this movie is nothing makes sense. Because no. that's why we have a five minute thing going. And thanks to this guy who used to work for Tony Stark. Yeah, he did this. Matter, explain what this person did. So this part of the movie makes sense. Yeah. Like it's movie. We're not the men in black. You can't just blip our brains and make us forget about the stuff that happened 45 minutes ago. Like it has to tie back and nothing you know makes sense. I think kryptonite reviving dead people makes more sense than what Mysterio is doing in this movie. 
When well, when you notice something like that, a wizard did it. <laughs> well, I mean, that also, makes more sense. Yeah. So he had a green goo that revived the dead than what Mysterio was up to in this movie. Yeah, because again, Mysterio is just a dude. It's not. He's having superpowers. He's not a magic man. It's it's funny. I was thinking about this earlier and how Doctor Strange makes way more sense, even though it makes much less sense, even though we know less about it. Because when it's Wizard Man with magical powers, our brain says, oh, "I don't know what that means." Cool. Bend the world in half. I don't know, but it's fun. But when you put it into the real world and try to ground it in technology and smart people, then you got to make it make sense for smart people to, to analyze and look at. It's, it's, it's dumb people doing what they say is smart things. <laughs> dumb people trying to do smart things. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, Mysterio is not that good. Like, he's not that good of, like, that intel- I mean, he's sort of intelligent in what he's doing, but at the same time, had the end of the movie been a little different, I think this movie would have been over. Like it, none of this would have worked. It's it's whole thing, and we'll get to we'll get to the big reveal. Obviously, we kind of already spoiled it, but a little bit. It's, but not <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's he. No, Mysterio stinks. He is terrible, terrible. And then you like you have the little scene where Peter's talking to May on the phone, and then like I think this is when you have you find out that Flash is Flash Thompson is a big fan of of Spider Man, but hates Peter Parker. Yeah, I that's always the guys, been the yeah. case. Yeah, I forgot that. I forgot the name, uh, his name. I keep calling him Bully. He sucks. Like, screw that He's guy. also a Venom in the comic. Yep, he's Agent Venom. And speaking of uh, Venom, apparently Mary Jane was the Venom host in 2019. I looked it up after we were talking about her getting powers or something. So that's okay. pretty cool. That's neat. Okay. Todd, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't read comics. No, I don't read new comics. I still like the, uh, again, the Happy and May. You know, he's talking to uh, May and Happy is there and I just like seeing the two of them very happy. No, again, no dumb pun intended. <laughs> the, the, the two of them just being having a relationship, right? Because they both deserve it. They both earned it. It's very sweet. And I love, I like all that stuff. I think it's great. Were you laughing when he goes upstairs and Fury's waiting in his room and just tranks Ned? <laughs> I. <laughs> and then he keeps, people keep knocking on the door and he's like, I'm going to kill the next person. That was annoying. Well, the- so yeah, the, the the of course you got to do the roll of three before it's funny, I guess. But yeah, Fury's line there of if anyone else touches that door, you and I are going to be attending another funeral. Is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Samuel L. Jackson's a, again an ultimate good in the universe. So you know it's fine. I'm always here for more Samuel L. Jackson. So yeah, he's great. Yeah, I mean, but it just felt like such a joke though. Too. I mean, that's the pur- purpose of it. But I'm just like. Again, John Hughes. That's what I just that's all I could think of when I had this just joke. I'm like, okay, that's just what we're going for. Like, I think you said the rule three, and I wasn't mm. laughing. Does anyone need grief counseling? Good, I'm not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I do like those teachers, they're very, they're very funny. That's that's good stuff. They're so out of their element. Oh, yeah, they like that. Yeah, like when they go to Italy, they they the whole point of the trip to go to the Vinci Museum, they're like, it's closed till when? Like, November, <laughs> yeah, it's like you didn't check the website. <laughs> Oh, that's good. a good idea. Just these no hap- hapless teachers just bumbling their way through a school trip. It's, uh, again, very good. And then we give them the glasses, which is the whole like point of this movie. I don't like how these glasses are so much of it because, again, it takes away, in my opinion, <laughs> from Peter Parker and it makes him into Iron Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's one of my issues with this part. And then, you, then it jumps to Fury's hideout. Like, this was kind of cool. This is when they give the whole backdrop of how Mysterio's from another universe and he came here and, and his planet they were destroyed. Like, I just, because I mean, you find out why Nick Fury bought this, you know, load of bullshit, but I'm just like, 
This is just kind of stupid. We get a good hint to the Fury here, too, where he says that he said Quentin Beck's from Earth, just not your Earth. I didn't catch that, of course, the first time. I'm like, oh, he said a, a thing that was funny. Yeah, and he also starts explaining like the multiverse, like it's it's brought up, and of course Peter just starts going, oh, a multiverse, and he's going through the time space paradox equations in his brain and asking and questions. Yeah, it's cool. Again, smart people doing smart things, and <laughs> it's. But it, I don't, I don't see. I don't buy the fact that Fury wouldn't have seen through this. This is Nick Fury, the liar of all liars, deceiver of all deceivers, the manipulator of all manipulators. Yeah. He doesn't uh, realize that this, he does this, say this, later on that he kind of suspected back from the start. Then you should have done something about yeah. it, Nitty, before half of Venice was destroyed. <laughs> Venice ain't doing so hot. You know, let's be honest. It's slowly sinking, never to return. So you should have done something. Just waiting for my next move. What? I don't know. Explains like everything, like yeah. where he's like, and this is the part where he's like, well, what about Captain Marvel? What about this character? And oh. I yeah, didn't catch another that one. one. Nick Fury gets he upset says, when he says Captain Marvel. Exactly. Yeah. He says Captain Marvel. And he said, do not invoke her name. Like, yeah, you, you wouldn't mean something pretty important yeah. to this person. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yep. Yeah, I didn't catch that until just now when I opened my mouth. Yep. Okay. Of course, uh, you know, again, explaining the elementals and their threats. And again, this is all just such boring nonsense, superhero garbage. Again, the fact that this was released three months after Endgame does this no favors. We are past this. The four elemental forces. And again, later on, you learn some terrible screenwriter in the movie wrote that hacky lore that everyone's shocked like I can't believe people bought it but hey I can sell anything unnecessary it's stupid you don't need it it doesn't do anything why can't we just have bad and you know that's fair like you're saying about like Superman Superman, Spider-Man villains being on the smaller scale like small small time relatively I think that's cool I think you can have those small characters and then if it's a smaller story and stakes you can focus more on the relationships, on Peter just being a high, you know, the challenge of high schooler versus superhero, which I think is actually very interesting and good. I like that. That's most, most of his villains are more smaller scale villains that affect him, not affect world ending stuff. Yeah. Even Mysterio, he's a illusionist. I mean, that's his, he's a he's a movie star that failed and this is what he does. But he's still just I mean, like the movie show, he's just a guy. So why? is You know, he doesn't. Like this stuff that you see later on is with a certain part that are 100% what Mysterio would do. Fighting big mm-hmm. element, fake elementals is not Mysterio. That is not the character at all. And that's yeah, since we we already kind of spoiled the twist that, hey, Mysterio's villain. His endgame is he just wants to be, to, for people to see him as a hero for some reason. He wants to, like, show up Iron Man. Is that pun intended? No. Okay. No. Well, I think it was pun okay. there. It was endgame. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. Okay. Uh, his his yeah. his his goal then his and his yeah. final goal. <laughs> it's it's not really clear. Well, no, it's like he it felt like a like a crappy social media influencer who's just like <laughs> manufacturing garbage to get more likes on TikTok. Like that's literally what the energy of this was. It was like that's what it felt like, like a petulant you know teenager. I actually wrote down like, is the theme here that Mysterio's more teenager than Spider Man, even though he's like. <laughs> Two and a half times his age, but no, that's not it. Certainly wasn't it. No, yeah, he's just—it's just this terrible motivation. I want to be a hero. I want to be the next Iron Man because Iron Man gave the glasses to a seventeen-year-old kid who you know he can't even pick his nose right. I want to be him, man, man. 
We're going to make the world think we're fighting these elementals. We're going to be better than Avengers. We're going to make people think Tony looks dumb. Yep, that's the whole (laughs) plot. Tony's bad. It's like, it's the, it's the king of, have you guys ever seen the king of comedy? The uh, Robert De Niro movie? No. It's the king of, it's like the king of comedy. I'm going to work twice as hard as you, and I'm going to be twice as famous. If you've ever seen the movie, you get the reference, and you're laughing. Which means like 10 of your listeners probably are. I, it's a very similar idea, right? It's like, you know what? I'm going to be better than you. I'm going to be the hero, even though I'm not heroic and I'm doing bad things and making happen. But like you said, Michael, for what gain? Like what's the end result? It's the same motivation that uh, Syndrome has in The Incredibles. (laughs) He just (laughs) wants to be a hero. Right. So he's going to make up this fake threat and make everyone think that he's a good guy. Like the whole, I mean, and this movie just is like when he goes to fear and he's talking to them, he's like, ah, yeah, you got, you got Mysterio. I don't want to do this. I'm on vacation. And then, you know, they find out all the next monster is going to be at Prague and they lit and shield runes hijacks the bus and sends him to Prague. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, I put in my notes, my notes say going to Prague and then that happens. And I write, ha, ha, oh, with man. like five A's. <laughs> I literally wrote so that down. what about the part notes. where Peter Holmes becomes a murderer and puts on the glasses? Yeah, this whole thing with the drone just feels like filler. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think well, it's not, it's not really as yeah, so much yeah. filler as it is. We have to establish that he has these drones, so we have the part with Mysterio yeah, wanting gosh. drones and knows he has a glass. So you might as well just make it so a uh, an accidental murder almost happens. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Which, again, Peter doesn't kill anybody as Spider-Man in the comics. Like, I think he kills, like, he he will not kill. Like, that's one of his things, just, too. Just Gwen Stacy, but that was an accident. <laughs> yeah. Oops, like, he, don't count. He, he, he doesn't, and, and here he is about to kill a, a guy, because earlier when they stop at this at the gas station on their way to, when they're going on their way to Prague, he, he gets a new suit because he can't be seen as Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and he takes off his pants, and the kid walks in the wrong room and takes a picture of him. With no pants. Yeah, I mean, and then and that's, that's what was it? Brad, right? Brad is the yeah. is the uh, the opposing love interest, the opposing suitor for MJ's fair hand. Uh, he it's uh, he stinks. He's another one. Again, these are very thinly created characters. They're like deli slice characters, like <laughs> super super thin and papery. Ugh, it's a weird kind of arch- archetype. Yeah, like, 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 right. You've I mean, already got cool. the bully character. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. Go. I'll go after. I would say you've already got the bully character with Flash. We don't need another one doing the, the same bit. Yeah, exactly. And that bully character, he stinks. I, he's just, he is, I almost can't look at him. No offense, actor man. He's just but. in here because he was in the first one, just because yeah. he's a big major character in the comics. So here's Flash doing nothing. Literally And he, nothing. And he, he did more in the first movie than he does in this movie. He, com- he feels unnecessary in this movie completely. He, oh, he Talk about shitty influencers. He's yeah. got his... His Instagram or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, he's Snapchatting or whatever the children are doing these days. Yeah, I don't know. He's doing his live stream and he's saying all the affectations of someone who does that. And again, it's very twee, very annoying. And it's intended to be. You're not supposed to be like, yeah, my man, Flash. But him calling his his followers the Flash mob is actually pretty clever. That is good. (laughs) It's actually very good. I mean, I did like the glasses when he could, like, see the digital stuff. Like, when he looks like, oh, you see the fact that the guy's trying to find the picture of him on his phone. Like, that stuff was amusing, but I just didn't like how he ends up calling a, a drone. He's talking out loud, and nobody's like, didn't that guy just say he's going to shoot somebody? Like, a target? What? Like, n- I mean, nobody's listening to him. 
It's very watchdogs. Yeah. Uh, the augmented it? reality stuff. I yeah, love it. it is. You can just highlight somebody with your reticle and say, uh, oh, yeah, what's uh, what's on their phone? I don't actually mind this too much. I don't. I, I like this again concept. And again, this is all harkening back to old Iron Man stuff, how he is really not ready for all this technology and all this power and all this this power that's been foisted upon him by the still after death irresponsible Tony Stark. <laughs> hey, yeah, Tony. like it's even in in the Edith name, even dead. I'm the hero. Yeah, that right. was annoying too. I felt unnecessary to even put that dumb joke in there. Yeah, right. and I don't. I like this idea of him of him. The the first thing he does when he gets this connection to literally everyone's personal information and why Tony Stark made this beyond my comprehension. Like why he's spying on the world, Tony? Like what's, what's that all about? The, fir- the first thing he tries to do is take off the picture that Brad took with him in his underwear. And I like that. It's like using a sledgehammer to hammer a nail. You know, it's, if he would have just like blew up his phone or did something of that nature. But he was trying – again, he was trying to access – he just kept saying target, but the robot inside the glasses thought target meant thing you kill with bullets from a drone, clearly. Yeah, and then the way no. he dodges the bullet by moving the bus so it shoots – doesn't shoot the That's him. No one showed, knows, no, no one knows the web before or after, but okay. Yeah, I mean and the whole part where he jumps off like, oh, look, baby goat and jumps off the ceiling and jumps back in. Like I'm like – it's fine. It's this all averages out to fine. I actually don't hate this whole sequence too much. Yeah, because I, I again I like establishing, but we're learning things about Peter Parker we already know. That's the problem here. We're not getting any new information about him. He's a kid. They gave him a toolbox of unlimited power. What course was he gonna do? He's gonna play solitaire on his brand new gaming computer, like as people do. You know, that's kind of what he's doing because he's a dumb kid at the end of the day. Yeah, I, you know? I can't say anything. I have a real fancy laptop and I play emulation all the time from yeah. PS2 games. So hey. <laughs> You know, that's what he do. Yeah, I got my new you. computer. Got my new computer yesterday, and the first thing I did was install Terraria. So <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There pushing, it is. The, pushing the system. That's it. I, I, I turn up my uh, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball up to max settings on, uh, on my rig. <laughs> oh, it's a great game. Are you kidding me? Fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> and then they get to Prague, and you have the, the Peter meeting with Fury. I don't remember where he meets him at. I just wrote down he meets with him. So, and this is, uh, and the next thing I have in my notes is "Sad Peter on Bridge." This is yeah. where they're talking about the the uh, fire elemental showing up, and he gives them the whole "It destroyed oh, my yeah. Earth," or is that was that earlier? That was earlier. Okay, and he still know. didn't want to be involved, which also annoys me because one, Peter shouldn't be dealing with this type of a villain, you know, the end of the world villain, because it's not Peter Parker, not Spider Man, and also he'd want to help save the day. He want to be, I'm on vacation, man. Like, call someone else. He's yeah. This, yeah. Good. No, it, it might kind of set it best. There really isn't a Spider-Man level threat. Yeah. No, I mean, Vulture made sense. Dr. Octopus and Spider-Man 2 made sense, sort of, from what I remember. I mean, Goblin made sense. This yeah. doesn't I make think, sense. I think he even says at one point in this that he's he's just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. This is yeah, above his pay grade or whatever. Of, most of his villains are in the city of New York. They're smaller threats, and that's why he's dealing with them and not the Avengers and not the other people that exist in this in this world. I mean, this isn't like they even say an Avenger level threat. And as we saw, I mean, Falcon becoming Captain America before this movie happens. Like he's around. What's he doing? No, he's too busy. You know, mm-hmm. there's yeah. you have WandaVision already happens. So you have Wanda around. You have other characters that are off. Do- but nope, nope, they can't. They're too busy. They can't be involved. Just, just Spider-Man handling himself in, in with a world ending threat. It's it's uh yeah, it's and he actually. But what I, I do like about this is that Peter does recognize this. Like, I don't want to be. And, and again, 
I really do like the push and pull of Peter Parker trying to not only be a high school kid and want that life, right? And want to pine for MJ and hang out with Ned and go on the school field trip and have some fun, learn some things, and also be an Avenger. You know, I he I like that a lot. But the way this movie treats that is in the end, he's always feels like he's being pulled along on the ride, like he's being coerced because he is. He's been manipulated yeah. the whole time. And I just like you said, that that takes away from the Spider-Man part of the Spider-Man movie because he has no autonomy. He's not like really making many decisions until the very end, of course, but which makes this all seem very kind of formulaic and just kind of moving the plot along. Well, yeah, just, we've we've never seen Spider-Man renounce his powers before in a movie. It's, no, 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 that's never happened. No, 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 no. That's fine. No, of course, and then like he's you always have, embraced them. He's always embraced them head on. You know? And like the whole thing with you have Mega Man, <laughs> Mega Man is coming, and their whole their solution. Okay, we're going to send all the kids to an opera instead of the carnival. That's Shit, funny. Mega Man would have made of this much better movie. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> and I mean, to me, that was just kind of dumb too. I'm just like, eh, I don't care for this. I find that fine. I, I like that. You know, we're going to the opera and there's nobody there because there's a giant carnival going on and there's a mm-hmm. party and there's like eight people at the opera and these kids are just stuck there. I like that. That's fun. Yeah, it's it gives fun. Ned more Ned more agency too. It's like I think this is gonna be a good good experience. We should do this. <laughs> I love this cultural uh, experience. I think it's gonna be great, guys. They all go to the carnival <laughs> instead. Well, a few do. You know, a few of them do. I think most I mean, did. I don't know. Okay, it was funny where he trying to buy the glasses and he's going to sit with MJ and then he Nick Fury calls him. He has to run away and he can't be with MJ. Like, okay, that was that amused me. You know, what is like, I don't know. No, I felt for him. I I felt I genuinely felt for him. It was shades of the last movie, right? He's once again has to give up, you know, the give up the love interest, give up the, the the childlike stuff that he should be enjoying for this mission. He doesn't really think he's up to the t- challenge for he doesn't want really to do this he's very reluctant so i really fell for him that one i really i thought it was pretty effective like ah oh, no you're gonna sit also, next to mj i didn't like the way make man make man shows i'm gonna keep saying make man shows up <laughs> like i just don't like it i don't i mean he comes out of the ground all of a sudden oh here's the fire monster because again how the fuck are these drones doing this uh-huh. when you understand where the movie's going and what what he's what he's actually doing like it doesn't make sense to me and I mean, I'm okay. I mean, it could have been Mysterio was a wizard. Okay, I would have bought 100 percent this movie. I'm like, but the fact that you ground this villain in reality where he's just using droids or you know drones just doesn't fit. And it's it's more than it doesn't fit. It's because when at this point in the movie, if you're me, I'm still unsure if this guy's the villain or not. I just think he's. It all seems very rushed to me. So, and again, I'm a moviegoer, and I know how long I've been watching the TV. Like we're 40 minutes in, we're already fighting what looks like a climactic battle. Something ain't up with this only other character that's clearly major. You know, something's up with this. There's, there is an end villain that we've been introduced to that's not here. You I can't. wonder if Mysterio's it. But at this point, you still think he's fighting a real fire monster. You know. Well, so plus, the other yeah. thing is, I mean, you take a character, an established character in a fiction, even if you still knew Mysterio was a villain. Like, I mean, even if you didn't know who he was, you knew he's a villain character, didn't you, I'm assuming? No, I actually didn't. Oh. I, 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 okay, see, no. I, I didn't know that. No, I... I had a funny feeling because I'm like, well, I know the Marvel heroes and I've heard the term Mysterio. Actually, when I, I did before he even call himself Mysterio, I saw the guy with the, the green head. And I'm like, oh, I've seen that guy with the green head. Is he good or is he bad? Well, he's fighting the fighting the monster. So I guess he's good. I honestly didn't really clue into it okay. until really like right before it was revealed. My wife and I both went, 
oh, you're the bad guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. You know. Okay, that... I can buy it better then, because I'm I'm so I'm so immersed in the Spider-Man lore in general, so yeah. I know a lot about the char- about the character in general. Yeah. And to me, as soon as I heard Mister, I'm like, oh, he's the villain. Like, there's no there's no question. Yeah. There's no way else they're it's... gonna do this. It's kind of what I touched on earlier. Like sometimes in murder mysteries, if they show the villain, you know, killing the person right at the top, it kind of gives the sense of, okay, well, how, how are they going to get their comeuppance here in the end? Right. And that can lead to a really satisfying conclusion, but this movie doesn't even do that. It's just, most people are going to go in. It's like, Hey, Mysterio is the villain. So all this is just a wash. And then yeah. his motivation is garbage anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. And the know. payoff's garbage anyway. Exactly. So it's all for naught. you know, it's, it's all for, a dumb end game, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, but yeah, but the filmmakers also have to keep the comic book fans in mind in this. Like they have to understand that 65% of the people watching this movie know who Mysterio is and they're going to know immediately. He's the bad guy. They have to know that. So they, they can't completely lean on this trickery. And these filmmakers are really big on tricking you as much as humanly possible to the point of incomprehension. It doesn't work <laughs> like in some movies, like Memento, for example, where like that. I mean, it's not an established thing. So you don't when when the movie does what the movie does later on, where you find out who the really villain is, and what really happened. It, it it surprises you this. If anyone who knew anything about Mysterio, they're like, oh, yeah, Mysterio's an illusionist. He's everything's fake. Everything is. He's the villain, period. Like there is no question. Right. Yeah, There's like no way he's doing. Okay. No, it's the new mutants. As soon as you know that. uh Crap, what's her name? The nurse got the nurse girl. No, the mutant that can make you see your fears. Why well, I'm Moonstar. Jesus Christ. Daniel Moonstar. As soon as you realize she's in it, the the horror thing is like, okay, well, most of this is just her illusion then. I was a dumbass. Power. I had no idea who she was when I watched that movie. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know. I'm like, I don't know who the hell Moonstar is. I don't know anything about new mutants. <laughs> anyway. after me for a loop, but. And I can't stop thinking about now the fire monster, like you said, Michael, as Mega Man. <laughs> I really want him every time he's walking around. Actually, Mega Man 9 had the Magma Man, so. Oh, did they? Okay. Both of them. You're right. There is a Magma Man. You're right. Very good. And this is when you have the dumb, dumb scene where Ned sees him. They're like, and the girls, the girls like, that looks like Spider-Man. No, no, that's Night Monkey. Like, oh, Night Monkey. <laughs> Well, also the stealth suit isn't really much of a stealth suit. He looks just like Spider-Man, but in a black suit. <laughs> yeah, he shoots the web and everything. Even MJ later, like, oh, Night Monkey uses the same webs as Spider-Man. That's weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just is that suit from something? No, it's kind no, of. Just... A... It looks kind of like the He's Noir Spider-Man, but not. Yeah, kind of. It's just stupid. Kind of like it was Spider-Man. Sorry, I missed. I missed that. When people no see are. a black suit Spider-Man, they're going to think of Venom. So I think it was kind of a tease. Like, oh, look, he's in a black suit. Hey, yeah, it's not really. It's just a stupid, like, costume. Okay, so it was just a tactical uniform, you know, Fury stitched together himself in the back room of his cave. Okay, very good. It's dumb. <laughs> very dumb. And, like, when you have the whole fight with Mysterio versus Megma, like, all, I didn't, I mean, the only, I mean, the amount of damage he does also bothers me because it's not real, yet the damage is happening, yet it doesn't. The only one that makes sense in this entire movie is the last one makes sense with the drone. The rest uh-huh. don't make any sense. Right. And they don't retroactively make sense because, again, he's using drones because he had the holographic technology that t- Tony Stark stole and called barf. OK, well, Tony Stark, that made, made him hired them. So they were they were working for Tony yeah, Stark. Of course. They and were. then he fired them and canceled the project. And they're upset at the project that they worked on. The company they worked for scrapped it. And he Yay. tells 
motivation. He tells Beck that he's unstable. I know. Which we, we find out is quite true. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this is yeah. also when it's Spider-Man grabs well. a camera by accident and pulls down a camera, but doesn't even notice that he did it, even though I even noticed it. Well, I don't know what it was. He pulled something off, and I, I thought it was one of his, like, web shooters. I actually asked my wait, Jim, can you rewind that real quick? What did he throw off there? And then we watched it again, and we're like, oh, it was a hunk of metal. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I figured that maybe that would have triggered something. He was like, wait a second. But I guess he's not paying attention. Yeah, yeah he kind of gives a, a what the, and that's about it. Yeah. Like, what just happened? He's got he's got bigger flames to fry. And this is when wah, wah, wah. Mysterio almost kills himself, like, you know, flies into Megma Man, and then survives like that whole scene. Yeah. And that actually fooled me too. I thought, I thought he was going to die. And I'm like, wait a minute, we're 45 minutes in. No, this doesn't make sense. And then we survived. I'm like, Ooh, something's up. And then of course you get the reveal. So like, a lot of this had actually this, this did fool me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just basic bill here, but a lot of this did kind of fool me. Cause I get, I have no connection to the source material. I'm just moviegoer, you know? Okay. I see a guy in a orange, you know, green head shooting green fireballs out of his hands. I assume he's a good dude. He's finding a big, Generic ones. I mean, if you didn't know who Mysterio was, I can get that. Just like with the new, the new mutant thing, where I didn't know who Daniel Moonstar was, so I didn't right. understand yeah. where it was going. Yeah, but you also have to it. take into account again. You have to take into account the people that do. And Michael has a very good solution for that. Make it clear up front, right? And then the fun is how is Mysterio and Spider Man going to kind of work this thing out? How is this this battle going to play out? And that's actually interesting. And you can build character around those interactions. We don't, we don't do that here. And no. this is where, like, in the whole bar, you have this whole scene where he's breaking down the back, and he's like, you know what? You take the glasses. Peter, or Tony Stark knew that I could, you know, I could, I'm too young for this. Like, why are you giving to somebody? Like, he just give. and the whole point, and then you find out, because after he gives them this, where you have the big scene where it's a fake bar, and it was all all a fraud, and, it, and like, like we were, I kind of made a joke earlier where he's like, and Tom, Tom did this. Good job, Tom. Yay. Yeah, the guy that Obadiah, that Obadiah Stane yells at. Tony Box. Tony made this in a box. Oh, my God. Let me try this again. It's fine. The guy that Obadiah Stane yells at is, is Tony Stark made this in a box. <laughs> oh, my God. I give up. Yeah, the, it's the, from the, the first Iron Man movie. Is it the same actor? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think so. I, okay, and that I, I never noticed. That, that's kind of cool. Oh, no? It looks kind of CG'd in. Oh, um, really? Okay. The, the throwback shot. Huh. I mean, we could it, go watch Iron Man 1 and find out. I wouldn't mind that, but... Or we could pull up IMDb, but I don't even want to do that. Eh, it's, it's irrelevant. <laughs> it's irrelevant, but that's what it's... Re- I mean, I, I guess that also bothers me because everything that they go through right now is all about Tony Stark and how Iron Tony Stark screwed them because he fired them from the company they worked for, and they lost their job, and their project didn't go anywhere, and that's what they're all mad about. Peter Parker really isn't your villain, isn't, like, this is not, I don't don't like it. This should have been more a corporate espionage, not let's destroy the world and trick Nick Fury, this one of the smartest people alive, just so I can be famous. And what does this, what does this group of super nerds get to gain out of any of this? Like, what and do they the get to gain out of him becoming, like, superhero man? Like how much money you would need for that to do what they do? And I don't right. think they have money. They must have been paid pretty well, I guess. He's got, you know, they got the whole lair where they're tre- testing out all this tech. It's all very ham-handed. And when Peter Parker hands over the glasses, my wife and I asked, of course, when we realized, okay, now we get it. Mysterio's no good. Um, but we're screaming at the movie, don't do that. Here's the problem. Peter Parker's a dumb kid. I've been saying this the whole time. <laughs> he's also a genius kid. And he's not uh-huh. stupid. He's emotionally dumb. I mean, he's the other problem smart. with this 
they literally explain the entire plot of the movie and everything that just happened and why it happened and how it happened, even though that still doesn't make sense. I mean, it, a movie shouldn't have two minutes where you have to explain everything like that. <laughs> oh, you mean when when Mysterio's? Yeah, like you said, he's uh, giving the, the the thesis statement on what he's trying to do to all the yeah. people he's hired who know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's just it didn't work for me. I mean, I can I can buy it in certain situations where you're bragging to somebody, but you're bragging to the people that you guys just did what you did. Like you don't need to. They all know. I don't know. It's and, just it's yeah, and just so exposition. Many yeah. yeah. And it's done in a way that's actually playful, which actually is okay. Like the, the way it's executed is playful, but like you said, Mike, it, it's it is just like that exposition dump where you're just kind of all right. Here here's the grand plan. Let's move on and now execute the grand plan. But and, there's so many holes in all of this science, <laughs> like so many holes. And the, other, the other part that bothers me, the whole reason that he even gives him the glasses because he wants to go ask MJ out, and he can't ask her out when he has this amount of power. So he, what? That's what it was. Like he gives the glasses up because he doesn't want he's on vacation. Right. You can't just put them in his pocket and think about it. Like he's got this this insane. It's not technology. like he it's not like he's running a company or anything. They're just glasses that give him drone satellite. He could just be like, I'll deal with it later. It's not turning in a key card, Pete. Like you're giving this guy the source of ultimate power. And the whole reason is, you know what? You deserve it. You deserve it because you fight yeah. a generic I mean, CGI water okay, monster. Look. Because he he saw him like willing to sacrifice himself as so he thought so he's like well this guy's obviously a good guy so let's give it to him he can be the next Iron Man. But it's not like you don't have a frame of reference. You watched Captain America like you hung out with Captain mm-hmm. America and the, the heroes and the Avengers who did amazing things of self sacrifice like this dope who shows up and doesn't really die. You know it gives the monologue oh, I have to I have to do what I did back on Earth. It's it's so out of character, even for a, a emotionally manipulated Peter Parker, who is being manipulated by Mysterio, clearly. But even if with that lens, it's such a dopey, dumb move that doesn't fit with his character. Oh, I mean, it's dumber. Like when they're on the bridge and he's talking to MJ and she drops the camera and all of a sudden he sees the illusion, which is what's coming up. Mysterio, you know, doing the rehearsing. And he's like, oh, no, I screwed up. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, but also it just bothers me that he even had that type of power and he had the ability to just give it away. I feel like Tony Stark would have built something where he couldn't just give it away. Mm-hmm. Oh, it bothered me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it's and that. It's fine. Again, you got to get the plot moving. It's a plot moving device. It is fun mm-hmm. to watch MJ and, and uh, him and interact, was- even though it's awkward. Yeah. yeah. And it's fine. The thing falls out. Boom. It shows the little hologram and then he sees Mysterio and they put two and two together. Oh, this was all an illusion, which again, now as the audience, your brain is thinking back because you're a rational person. Wait a minute. How's how did the hologram that's clear that has no physical weight to it and destroy all these things and move water and make Peter wet? How did Peter get wet? How did Peter get splashed with a wall of water by the water monster in Venice if it was just a hologram? Nothing. Dumped it on him. This movie, and here's what I'm going to say. Here's my thesis statement. This movie has no rules. But also, if he rules, he needs the drones from Tony because those drones are better for him to make the giant creature that we're getting close to. Yet he already made a giant water monster and a giant fire monster. So he must have drones that are powerful enough to do this. Why does he need other drones? Right. And Uh how does he know that the glasses can create these drones and give him access to it? Where I guess he knew because in that in that big exposition, he tells that one of the people heard about the glasses that that Nick Fury had that he was then he was then going to give it to Peter Parker. 
Right. He went to the quest marker on the map, and then the, the kindly shopkeeper told him about the glasses to get in. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm liking this movie less and less the more we talk about it. <laughs> I am liking it more greatly. We get more great Zendaya in this this scene, though, where she figures out that he's Spider-Man. <laughs> I love that this. Good. That Very was funny. funny. She's like, Very I was good. watching you. <laughs> it's like, I mean, Washington, you kind of disappeared, and then Spider-Man was there. <laughs> like, it's really obvious. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it that's how like, he's not that smart about it. So, I mean, that was. This is when they go to, to Berlin, and it, it was some point on his way to Berlin or somewhere where you have the you have the seatbelt joke when he gets in the car with Nick Fury and he can't get the seatbelt on and he breaks it or something. Yeah. All I could uh-huh. think of was Ferris Bueller's Day Off again somehow. Just that's what it reminded me of. Did we miss the the whole scene when we're in Mysterio's lair? Although that's yeah. the rehearsal, yeah, I, I did bring yeah. that. Yeah, there's that whole like where he's showing how he's training for the video, like training for the big Avenger level threat. He says, and that's when he threatens to kill everybody. And you said like he's doing yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like yeah. no one wants a bullet in their head, and then you see the drones kind of swoop in on everyone with lasers pointed at their foreheads. Yeah, this guy's not right. Yeah, and but doesn't like isn't Will the the guy's name is William? I think right I, the the guy behind. The guy who Obadiah memed at. <laughs> it wasn't like a big meme at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the meme target is that could, does, can't he just like control off the lead and just shut everything down? Like hit task manager and just kill the process? There's like something I'm sure he could have done. Isn't he controlling that? Like what? Yes. And how is and how is, uh, you know, um, Mysterio's Pip-Boy, you know, overrides his giant screens? <laughs> like I, I'm not going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Nothing makes sense. Oh, I mean, the guy's in charge because when you look at it, he tells he tells the guy, the bald guy, what to do. What do you want? He says, hey, do this now. Or it's not him controlling it. Yeah. Give me give me like double the firepower. I really want to see things crumble. And fall but all apart. of a sudden he's controlling it when the when the script says now yes. he control. OK, you got it. He got control for this minute now. Stupid. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Weird. Uh, and OK, so then we get to like my favorite part of this movie. When you, they go to the fake headquarters with Nick Fury. And then it turns out that the drones end up shooting Fury and you find out that every that they're in a construction yard. This is Mysterio. This is real Mysterio in the comics, yeah. straight from the idea of the comic where everything is an illusion. And he's showing Peter these things that, you know, are obviously illusions, like glasses coming at him and just all different random things. Yet Peter doesn't know what's real and what's not. And this is a it's a hallucination type thing. Like It reminds me of the Scarecrow in the Arkham games. Like, I love this part. Like, this is this is what this should have been more of in this movie, not freaking elemental monsters mm-hmm. the like actually stuff. make him a villain from up front like we talked about earlier yeah or just have him like the normal way material would do it he would make illusions like this and then this is what would trick people or this is what would make people think not make giant monsters that then destroy things that don't make any sense in a movie that doesn't make sense and people talk about it on a podcast and complain like don't do that <laughs> just, just have him make illusions of things where people see what he wants them to see like in a movie that's, that's what he is he's, he's a guy who worked in the movies and be, mm-hmm. was an illusionist and ended up becoming a villain. Like, that's the whole point of Mysterio. I strongly disagree. <laughs> well, in the comics, that's the whole point of Mysterio. Sorry. Oh, no, no. I just strongly disagree that this, this scene is good. This scene sucks. I don't like this at all. You don't like this? No. Here's <sighs> why. Here's okay, why. No, please don't. It's, it's visually interesting. Like, it's visually neat, all the trickery and all that stuff. But as I just said earlier, there's no rules to this. They built this on a, on just doing whatever they want. Built off the idea, we've already seen what what's creating this stuff is projectors, and how are projectors creating like these dark environments and doing all this trickery? Because we see later when you're inside the projection, it's all weird purple and orange lights where you can see the projectors. 
Okay. So they're like shining around him, but he's moving back and forth in physical space. So is he on the ground? Is he in a building? What this is trying to do is fuck with our brains <laughs> along with Spider-Man's. And the problem with that is that this is when I went, stood up and yelled, what is happening? What is happening in this movie? Like, it doesn't make any sense because now we're in a situation where the movie is just trying to trick you as the audience it's trying to make you question every little thing. What's real? What's not? Cool. Great. But there's no rules around it. So it just turns into like, uh, like a kid waving his hands in your face to confuse you as opposed to actually building a scenario where people – where you are confused and you're really questioning everything. I thought this sucked. I thought this was completely <laughs> just wizardry mumbo jumbo. It works in Doctor Strange because he's a wizard and we're not supposed to know how wizarding works. Imagine. He's just a wizard. And then it works in that realm because it is weird and strange and interesting with babies with eight hands and whatever <laughs> else it was. But in this, I don't know. I really didn't like it. It just really annoyed me, clearly. I think – I think Mike likes it for the, the the reason that you pointed out right up front is that it's visually appealing because it does look super cool. It's the only thing in this worse. movie that looks neat other than the Because you the made it now, it doesn't make sense with the rules that the, that the movie decided when it comes to the end scene. And now you took my favorite part of this movie and you took it away from me. I'm sorry. But we get to see zombie Iron Man. That's awesome. I was very <laughs> pleased with that. That's the only yeah. thing I wrote in here is the positive. Zombie Iron Man was pretty great. Although, yes, we have another Iron Man. You know, and I do like how you get hit by the train. Oh, no, That's right cool. before you hit by the train, you have the fake Fury shows up and arrest, yeah. his, and arrest Mysterio. Like, that was kind of cool. Yeah. And then and he, yeah. the train hits him because everything yeah, was still an illusion. Because during the uh, the rehearsal, they find out that the, one of the projectors is missing. He finds out that Peter has it. So he needs to figure out who else has it because it's evidence that they could use to track back to him. Fine. So that, all of this sure. is just to figure out who else knows about it. Which is fine. Again, you're you're going to confuse a 17 year old with your trickery. Fine. Again, it's just, and this would have actually been better before we learned about the tech behind it, because then you could have said the mystery, and they're like, "How is this working?" But then my brain is going, "Wait, but these are projectors doing this. Doesn't make sense." I don't remember if Peter actually touches any of the illusions, because if he does, then the whole yeah. movie's destroyed. Well, he how like do you touch tries to. Yeah. Punch Mysterio and he hits a, a pillar that it shows real briefly. Briefly, yeah. Right. What's the pillar? How do you make a hologram pillar unless you time the pillar? I, I think it's like actually a, there. Yeah, it's already yeah, there. Yeah, was like it's, that actually there? I, again, this it's all construction site. Because construction, yeah, yeah. And then who is controlling this? Is is someone sitting there frantically typing in the commands from like a hundred miles away? Is he using his pit boy? How is this <laughs> happening? It's no, nothing makes That's, sense. A decent point because they're going through the rehearsal because so they clearly have to plan out these projections ahead of of course they schedule, do but they they just found out that Peter has this thing so they set all this up in like a matter of minutes yeah they had a template for this one building you're ruining this movie even worse <laughs> <laughs> this boy moved down on the list that I had it on nothing Man, we're up there with, we're up there with cinema sins right now <laughs> yeah we, we are which is not like us though it, it, this is. The, wait, what, what, what are we like? Cinema, Cinema Sins. Sins oh, on YouTube, they they get really nitpicky just for the sake of being buttholes about it. YouTube. Yeah, I guess. Maybe I'm being too picky. This is just my... I'm no, just actually... Not. I'm, being too my natural no, react, I'm just you're giving my natural reaction to the moment. Like, you're this, wanting your movie to follow the rules that the movie put forward, not 
give you rules in one scene. Another scene, change those rules and change those rules again. So there are no rules. Right. Because then nothing makes sense because our brains, even though you may say, hey, just turn your brain off and enjoy the movie. Our brains don't work like that because then we die. So your brains are still working, even also, though you're just relaxing, watching the movie. And things, that's, that's, there are things they could have taken with like if you want to go and have a thing where things don't follow rules and you need to have characters or abilities that don't fit with what you know can be anything like if you want to do magic or something of that nature where the rules can be rewritten but when you're trying to ground this in reality like you know they're trying to ground this as an illusionist as a person that is a real just a regular person then you, you gives you other issues when it doesn't make sense yeah you can't doctor strange this this and this is what this movie's trying to do is trying to do doctor strange and again strange is good because again he's using wizardry we don't understand but we know we can't understand it and there's enough of a baseline for it once you kind of once you learn it it takes time it takes an hour to get to a lot of the well again you have that opening you know world bending stuff but clearly these people are wizards and they have some sort of magic powers Stereo is just a, a dude with some technology that clearly can create solid Solid, you know, holograms. Because they easily could have given Mysterio powers of the illusion. Like he has powers somehow, some experiment, like something they could have made up instead of taking a character that literally is grounded in reality and then going the way they go with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Vulture, you know, for example, again, it's a guy that's grounded in reality. He has a, he has a cool technology jetpack type thing that he uses. And he, you know, he's just, you know, there's things they could have done where this just doesn't work. No, this this whole thing doesn't work, and I, I I strongly dislike it, and I apologize if I ruined it for you too. But um, it's I don't know, it's just it's just again, it was not to reiterate the point, but it really felt like a, a young child waving his hands in my face, trying to confuse me, and me being very confused, but also very very irritated. I probably I was close to tur- I, if it wasn't for the show, I would have probably turned it off at that point. So it's <laughs> my kid wakes up at seven on the dot every day. I that's eh, fine. Aren't you glad you didn't see this in theaters and pay for it? I am extremely glad. Oh wow, Mike! Thank you. For, <laughs> that just made my that that bumped it up two spots higher. The fact that I didn't pay. Oh, I did pay to see this. I had to watch it on dopey Amazon for three bucks. So, but hey, you spent three yeah, bucks instead of spending versus like twenty. Yes. No, 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 no. This is definitely a cost benefit boon for me. Uh, <laughs> unlike Reanimator, which you can watch on YouTube for free. Remember, Mike? I did not. I signed up for Shutter oh. for a week for free. <laughs> Um, you know, and, the, the thing is, like, we watched Reanimator, and he, it made more sense to me he had a goo that resurrected people than it does in yes. this movie. Yes, it does. <laughs> and that's and I and I can't get over that. I keep thinking about that. I'm like, you have a dumb movie from the 80s that made more sense than this movie that was made by, you know, millions of dollars were spent and huge franchise, and yet a dumb movie about a guy that has a scene where he's like, well, should I leave you a note and tell you cat dead and details later? Like, I mean, you have that as a scene, and yet that movie made more sense than this movie. No, no. And then this is when Peter Parker wakes up in Netherland jail because he got hit by the train. <laughs> but wasn't he wearing the Spider-Man suit when this happens? Or no, he's wearing the black suit, uh, Spider-Monkey yeah. suit or Night Monkey. Yeah. This like was this also <laughs> like kind of These dumb. extras are great. Yeah. Are these like soccer hooligans? Like, yes. That was yeah. it? Yeah. Because yep. okay. <laughs> soccer is huge. <laughs> football is huge in, your, in Europe and everything. Yeah. Like it's huge. Everyone's I mean, just people, like, I don't realize nice. it. Like there's a whole documentary that I watched. I forgot. I think I forgot what it's called now, but it's about the city that has its own like small soccer team or football team that and like they talk about like the season, how if you if you're bad in a season, you get to a lower league, so therefore you lose a lot of your money you make from advertisements. You have to fire people. Like it, and it's all realistic. Like it's all I mean not realistic, but it's all just what happened that season. Like it's completely just they're just filming it as it's happening. Yeah, and you realize how much people in Europe love their football. 
because to us, we're like, you know, who gives a shit? Most of us. I have a, I have a buddy of mine who grew up in Scotland, and he lives in Scotland now. He moved back. And he always tells me stories of soccer in Scotland. There's two main teams, the Rangers and the Cel- I think the, the Celtics or something like that. I'm going to get that wrong. Someone's going to punch me. That's fine. And how those two teams are, if you walk into a, a Rangers bar dressed in the opposing team's colors, you are going to get your ass handed to you. Like there will be physical <laughs> violence visited, visited upon you. So like yes, their version of the Bloods lesson. and the Crips. Oh, it's great. He's and he he was a bouncer for a while, and he's like, yeah, it's it's ugly. Like you don't want to walk around Edinburgh with like the wrong jersey on because it's going to be a bad bad scene for you. So yeah, people yeah, people are obsessed with their with their football in the, in England and I mean, around the world. Yeah, this part was funny where he breaks the lo- Peter Parker breaks the lock and leaves, and you see the guard wearing the the mask, the fake the night monkey mask, and then. The, the the drunk guys just close the gate back and sit yeah. down. <laughs> you want nothing to do with that. <laughs> I'm talking about the guards. Like, he's on his break. He's talking to his wife. She's pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so everyone's just super nice. Yeah. Isn't like, that um, known for being nice, too? Like, isn't that part of the joke in this right here? Yeah, probably. Oh, I just took a Canada when they talk about people being really nice. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. We should ask Greg sometime. <laughs> And this is when he borrows the phone in the market, which I thought was funny. Too. The guy's <laughs> like, oh, here, have my phone. Like He's like, where are we? I'm, you're in something, something. Oh, geez. Like to the point where they had to put the subtitle up. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I didn't catch like that because subtitles were already up anyway for me because I only watch movies with subtitles. So That's so weird. I'm assuming that <laughs> when, <Star> the, <laughs> when Happy <laughs> yeah. Hogan uh, parks the jet, like that's supposed to be like a famous flower field or something because it looks familiar There's, like things I've seen before. Just poor tulips. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> Like, this is a really pretty field that is laying this jet right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Exhaust fumes blowing the pedals off. Yeah. Come on now, guys. It was. And then this is when you have when he's in the in the plane. He asks him something like, oh, what's your password? It's password spelled out. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. I like that. You're the head of security. The head password. of security. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I think that joke is pretty realistic with people that are stupid. Because sure. there are a lot of people out there who have really simple passwords. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not. I can believe that. Oh, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. According to a s- quick search, Netherlands are just known for their tulip fields, so I guess they're all over. Oh, okay. All right, so just destroy a random tulip field. No one cares. Just, just, yeah, just like, like, more. That, like a, a landmark. <laughs> I like, recognized it kind of like from a yeah, commercial yeah, or yeah. somewhere. It, it jotted something in my memory, and I'm just like, okay. So that's why I thought maybe it was something more like known, but okay. It makes sense. Let's talk about Tony some more. Yeah, there's a line in here that really upset me. And I thought of you, Michael, because you've been, again, you've been warning me about this for literally years now. (laughs) (laughs) That he says, everyone wants, everyone wants to be the next Iron Man. No, they don't, Happy. They, they, They don't. Not everyone wants to be the next Iron Man. But again, the constant name dropping really hits home here. You see... You see uh, Pete, he's manipulating the computer and Happy's looking on like a proud papa. Like, yeah, yeah, Mini Stark. Yeah, exactly. These are all just homages to Iron Man 1. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. We get it. Great. Yeah, exactly. We get it. You're going to you're going to fabricate a suit that doesn't look all that cool. The suit is from the comics, though, like the little web, the web things that he has. Those are from the the web gliders. he had those in Homecoming, too, when he jumps off the Washington Monument. Oh, yeah, you're right. God, I don't remember that movie that well. <laughs> it's better than this one. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's way better than better this than, one. Yeah, miles better than this one. I don't remember yeah. it very well, but I remember liking it, so I didn't leave this movie. <laughs> and this and oh, and this is this is the scene, too, where, which I think is a big black mark. And a movie full of black marks against it. 
it this is when he starts the he starts playing the Zeppelin soundtrack. Like yes. he starts playing it. No, he plays ACDC. Oh, is that ACDC? Oh, yeah, that's right. It, it, he says Black, Black, which is because it's the first song from Iron Man. Right. He's but he first, tells right? him the I love this Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, that's why I got I I got confused. Yes, right. he plays Back in Black, which again, like you said, is that reference to the begin the very first song played in the first Iron Man. And then of course the joke is is that Peter Parker doesn't know it. He thinks it's Zeppelin, and which fooled me because I'm just writing notes and not paying attention. <laughs> we, so we do get a good line earlier when uh, Fury gives him the glasses. He says, "The heavy is the hand that wears the crown." Stark says, "You wouldn't get that because it's not a Star Wars reference." <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's very good. Yep, yep, yep. And then I have written here, Brad is a tool. Uh, oh, that's right, because they're walking <laughs> around and they're walking around in London, and Brad is basically like, "Hey, everyone, does anyone have a problem with Pete? Does anyone have an issue?" And everyone just looks at him like an asshole, and of course, MJ and uh, gives, of course, being just great. Gosh, he's so good. <laughs> just kind of, dude, this- why are you taking pictures of people in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> and that ends Brad's arc. Brad's done. Yeah, Yay. nowhere. What? Nowhere. 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 Goes nowhere. The other, the, the other teacher's like, hey, I'm going to be the cool teacher. You got to stop this. You got to stop doing that. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and again, may I say again, JB Smoove is is so great. I really like yeah. him. And this I is remember him he... from Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was good in that. And then this is when I never seen that. This is where they get on the bus because now Mysterio used ed- the the glasses to alter their bus route and they and has sent a bus to go get him with a guy he, and... that works for him driving it. Yeah, the the writer dude. The writer, yeah, yeah, so. cool, great. And I really thought, like, at one point, because he he brings the box to the kill zone. Like, I thought he was just gonna lock the doors of the bus and leave them there. He leaves the doors unlocked, and they just run out with everybody else. And I'm like, this yeah, is- he's just trying to get Ned, Betty, and MJ there because Pete said that they might know or they do know about the the projector. So he has to take them out so they can't tell anyone else. Right. And this is also when you have a little scene where Happy calls Fury and like, I got your surfboard for you. That dumb thing. Yeah. I, yeah. What is that? This bit? I don't know. I don't like, know. It's supposed to be like a coded message. Obviously, we find out later. But like, I don't I it made no sense to me. No, it's just like saying something really like that doesn't fit the character. I Maybe it's a reference to something in one of the other movies. Like I know in Captain Marvel, there's a part where he says something to the guy, to the scroll where he's like, hey, remember we went and did this? Like, yeah, 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 he went first, and it's all a lie. So maybe that was part of it, like that same idea. I don't know, but again, you have to live in the moment of the movie, right? And in the moment of the movie, clearly he's speaking in code of some sort. But again, like Michael said, what are you? what is this? Like, doesn't, again, no rules, no setup, yeah, just nonsense when- words on the phone. Gary brings it up later. He's like, oh, you should have just waved and whatever. Like, it was super obvious, but I still don't know what the fuck they were trying to convey. No, no it's just you know. dumb. It feels like a joke just to be a joke. I didn't like it. Like, the whole, like, so he's trying to kill Fury, and their whole thing is Fury has Maria Hill, who I couldn't even remember the character's name at all. I was like, Kobe Smulders. <laughs> I'm like, Robin. No, nope, that's not it. Uh, Robin Sparkles. Yeah, I could not remember her. And the whole thing is she goes, climbs up the tower to pull a rocket launcher out. So if there's a drone in front of him, going to kill him. Once it reveals itself, she'll blow it up. Like, it's just, it's, it's like, how? I mean, they know how they, they, I don't even get it. Like, I just don't, I didn't understand it. I'm like, even if they know they're drones, how they know the drone's not already in the office with them or something else. Like, there's so many other ways he could have killed them than literally have a drone sit there and put a bullet in his head. This is my favorite line in the entire movie, though, when... The 
the monster's getting big and fear's like, what's going on? Mysterio is like, ah, it's it's retelling what the the stupid writer's coming up with. Yeah. And Fury's like, well, that's some bullshit. It's just like, no, I'm done with this crap. That's that's dumb. (laughs) It's it's so good. Like Bill said, the Samuel Jackson's always a win. He's great. Yeah, even though he's not really playing Nick Fury. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of find out he does a good job playing Nick Fury. Someone else being Nick Fury. Yeah. He's, he's a good Where's actor. And then you had, I put my nose 3D printed suit because that's how it looked when you see his new suit being made. Pretty much. I guess I wanted, like, I wanted something else. Like, I would have rather had the, something closer to the Iron Spider suit, like the, the real version from the comics. Or just anything, like, classic. It's just a red and black suit. It looks kind of yeah. like the Alex Ross one, I guess, but, nah. It, yeah, it wasn't I, an incredible yeah. suit. Yeah, I, the suit, I, I was really, you know, whenever you have like a cool suit moment in Marvel movies, it's always an improvement, right? Like the suit he was wearing during the uh, the fundraiser was like the one with the spider arms and it's like yep, really cool. Met- yeah, metallic and awesome. It's just like it looked like a dumb suit, like <laughs> no imagination to it. I was really expecting some like awesome Spider-Man suit. What's the upgrade? Kind of like the end of. I won't say in case you haven't seen it, but it's I, I was expecting a really cool upgrade, you know, and it wasn't. So the fashion, the fashionista in me was not was not impressed by this. And this is when the wind monster shows or you have the wind monsters showing up and like it's a it's a fuse of all of different elements. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking of Hercules, the animated movie. When I saw this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the, the way when it shows how like how it's doing it. Like you see the drones in the water shooting like this made sense. And then it made me really question the water monster earlier in the movie and really question the fire monster. Of course it does. It does. It does. It doesn't follow any rules. And (laughs) now it's, it has to, it has to follow rules now because you see them, you know, the whole story. So now they have to make somewhat sense. Um, And and like, I like the idea how he gets dropped in. He dropped in Peter Parker into the, into the illusion and he's taken out the drones. But again, it, it also ruined the part that I didn't think about this time where earlier in the movie that I talked about where I liked where Mysterio's being Mysterio in the, in the construction site, this completely makes that part irrelevant and it upset mm-hmm. me now, but we finally get Spider-Man in this Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he kicks a major ass. In this the just, whole this scene is the first time we get him, isn't it? Yeah. In his suit. Yeah. Cause he, uh, well, he yeah, which bring also brings up the beginning point. of the movie. Exactly. Because he didn't, and then he had to do the the stupid night monkey suit because he didn't want people's oh Spider Man's in Europe, Peter's in Europe, it might be him. He could be seen as Spider Man, but now he's just out in the public as Spider Man, so whatever. Right. right. But <laughs> anyway, what the only time we've seen him use the powers before is when he's keeping the building from falling in Venice, and then he takes out the drone that's coming to kill Brad, and then he does a couple of things around the carnival. But this is the first time we see him go full bore Spider-Man, and it's it's great to, to watch. Well, also, at the carnival, he wasn't in Spider-Man suit, though. Right. Well, he's in the Night Monkey suit. Yeah, but that's not that's not Spider-Man. You have that one scene would be early on with Hydro-Man where he puts on a carnival mask and jumps around as a high school student. <laughs> but I think Which there's is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was half the street. But... Anyone in his classes, he seems like, oh, Peter is wearing those same clothes. That's weird. <laughs> the same backpack, too, huh? <laughs> that's interesting that's interesting it's interesting i it's funny you you mentioned that because he does some spidery stuff throughout but you really want to see the spider-man you like and it makes me makes me sound petulant i understand that 
But you want to see Spider-Man, the character, doing his Spider-Man things against well, that's why you're here. Some, some Spider-Man that's movie. why I'm here. Exactly. I, like, flashes of it, uh, of of it, you know, the sparks of it, like him using his web to turn the turn the uh, the, the the car so he, Brad doesn't get killed, and the little flashes of it that are here, there, and everywhere. God about. Are, yeah, like, like he's uh, at the front of the bus. There's no way someone didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, come on, exactly. And, and like we said, we know the stuff deteriorates after two hours, not three seconds. Like it's still sitting there. Yeah. I'm sure on the on mm-hmm. the right again. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense. Nobody like the shock web this. was cool. How do you have that scene where he's building this? Oh, I'm going to shock web in that he uses one time to stop the yeah. drones, and he never uses it again. I was I mm-hmm. missed that because I was writing my notes furiously. I look up and he's and all the all the drones, of course, are getting destroyed because he's inside the the drone. Again, he's inside the hologram, and that's what I guess looks like inside the hologram. Which ruins other part. Which why <laughs> you can go inside the hologram, which means there's no permanence, which means everything else. Like why was the water getting moved? Right? They these were all the little buckets. Don't, these don't. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of people like splash. Anyway, I mean, I miss that. I'm like, why are these things getting destroyed? But you know, I'm Spider-Man movie. I'm sure something happened. But so he was shocking them with the shock web, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And this is when Happy then lands the jet. It's like, come on, get inside. And, bl- and it blows up instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Turn around. And they go to the vault, which is a bit of a fillery scene, them inside the vault. Um, Plus, wouldn't that be locked up more? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, they're not going to just, I'm pretty sure they're not just going to let you like go into a vault. Yes, I know that they have the stuff on display in the background, but I feel like it wouldn't be that easy. I mean, yeah, especially I they would have shut down Man, the I, place. I, I get their citywide panic throughout London right now, so maybe this Guards you had the you had the Britain guards or whatever the hell they're called. I can't remember that name. The Buckingham guards with yeah. submachine guns shooting down drones. That was kind of funny. That was pretty good. And then this is also when you have like okay, I did like the scene when they're in the museum and she grabs the mace and she takes she maces the drone with a big giant yeah. mace. That was cool. And this screams to me just giving the other characters something to do. You know, like they just need mm-hmm. to do something. What are they gonna do this whole time? Cower and then, Yeah. When you have Happy throw the shield. That was I love stupid. That. Fun. I like that. So. I got to laugh at that. Yeah, him throwing the shield is good, but then they had to go to the Thor Ragnarok route where he has to, like, say something about it. It's like, how does Cap do that? Like, just have him throw the shield. Have the joke and leave it. Walk away. Yeah, that would have been better. You don't need to say, you don't need to point out your joke. No, life's life's always better when you explain the joke after the fact. It's always (laughs) works. It's much better. That's good. That's fine. I disagree, but... (laughs) Can be sometimes, and, and then this is when you have Spider-Man getting chased by the drones. You have them hiding in the safe, and like, oh, they're go- we're gonna die. And it's the same time when Spider-Man is trying to get to Mysterio, who he figured out is like in this little catwalk, and he takes. It's kind of like a weird little scene where he grabs like a sign, uses a shield to deflect oh, the drone, man. and That's uses cool. a camera. He builds the bomb. Yeah, you see Peter being an actual genius. Yep. And then he. He jumps and kind of gets boosted up by the the sonic boom cannon. Yeah, very cool. These are all cool things. Spider-Man. These are all cool things. Everything here is pretty cool. Again, it's just fun watching him swing around and destroy things. Even though there's no real stakes here, I I it's just a Marvel thing and it's just what it is. Um again, I never love when they're fighting robots, you know, and drones that have no utility or brains. So it just seems like chaff and things to fight against, but it gives our character and our hero opportunities to do cool things like that. And that was very cool. I'm like, oh, this is, I am now having fun. Yay. I'm and having fun. I did like when you get some Mysterio and you have the illusion in the hallway again, but this time he knows it's fake. So he's using his Peter Tingle. We haven't made that joke. Oh, yeah, yet. which we haven't talked about. We're going no, to now. Because throughout this movie, they make this joke where 
Peter spider sense they call it the Peter Tingle. And it's just so yeah, stupid. Because he didn't use it at all in Homecoming. Like, they forgot that he could do that. Let me <laughs> l- let me guess. Uh, so Marvel owns the term Spidey Sense. So Sony <laughs> has to call it something else unless they trade them. <sighs> no, I... I what so that was a question. I thought that was just in him. That's just a thing yeah. he could do. Oh, yeah. spider sense. He just has. He yeah. it's part of the ability he got when he gets bit by the spider. He just has spider sense. It's just it's always there, and that's what saves yeah. him all the time. Because at the beginning, May is like, "Oh, I, you've lost your Peter Tingle." You know, of course, he makes the joke. Stop calling him Peter Tingle. That's weird. Which is um, a banana. Yeah, that's right. There's banana. Banana too. So there's also a reference because he's sitting here, you know, dr- thinking about a girl as he gets hit in the face of banana. I'm like, yeah. Joke and joke and joke. I'm surprised you didn't say you can see me at me, but I was standing perfectly still. I was <laughs> just. <sighs> and then you, when you get some, okay, I like this part when he gets to Mysterio. Mysterio gets shot in quotation by the drone, and then he realizes that Mysterio is just standing there next to him. Again, this well, is yeah, it, though. Yeah, go ahead. That kind of really starts to lose it here. It's like, why are these drones firing? And either it's, or it's like you're in the strike zone, and he. Like screams, fire all the drones! <laughs> I'm surprised and that's then, not a meme. <laughs> as, as Peter's swinging one around, yeah, just shoots him right in the chest. Ugh. Yeah. But he didn't really get hit because it wasn't really him. He's the one standing next to him in, in illusion. Then does he get but shot? He's, he, yeah, he still gets shot. Okay, because he but still he's dies. not dead, by the way. I, you, it makes again the move. The movie who's not content on giving you a straight answer on anything. <laughs> It, it, uh, trying to fake you out again. Ooh, Mysterio's dead. Wait until the mid credits. You know, well, like Edith. Edith says there are no life signs in him or whatever. Oh, that's like, right. I feel like he died. I wonder if he recorded that thing before all this. I'm assuming so. But when did he have a chance to? When he was when he was getting shot at. He was somebody getting shot at and fighting. You see, and, after the scene, you see somebody else close a laptop. Right. And walk away. Oh, from one of the team. right. William and, Will does that. Yeah. Also, he like. Tells him to turn off the illusion at one point for reasons? Question yeah. mark. Look, Mysterio, he's you're like, not very uh, good at this, sir. Like, you have they're one... going to see you. And he's, he's like, like oh, I'll see what I want him to see. I'm like, okay, what? And again, how <laughs> and are then, you doing all of this? Like, again, with your, with your, I'll say it again, your Pip Boy on your, on your, your wrist computer. It is very Pip Boy. Yeah, I, I kept looking, I kept saying that to myself. Like, I, I, should, <laughs> I actually kept saying, I should be playing Fallout right now. Wish yeah. I was doing that instead of this. That'd be better. <laughs> but here I was. Here I was for the benefit of this program. And so, and then after Mysterio dies, because I don't think he's dead. I think he's coming back in a later movie. In my opinion, mm-hmm. it just that's how this, this stuff felt to me. And plus, they don't like to kill villains in MCU anymore because they realize it's a bad idea. Like even if somebody yeah. got choked by Thanos and got killed and got his neck back, he could still survive. It was a different version from a different time, you know. So it's just the way the Sony MCU was. Not. Sony was all over it though. They killed Green Goblin. They killed. Doctor Octopus, Venom, Kring, or the Harry. Yeah, yeah, I kill everyone. Who cares? But that was yeah, a different time in movies where you would get ah. three at most and you were done. Yeah, well, there's supposed to be a fourth one. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, it's gonna well. be a thing. Wait, wait, wait what? Spider-Man. Uh, the, He's talking about the, Sam Raimi's Sam Raimi. Spider-Man movie back then. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, never happened, but yes, there's supposed to be one. And here's yeah. the big question. And then MJ finally confronts Peter and they're talking and they find out they're both alive. And then they kiss. And I wrote my notes with this Urnville. Can yeah. I field this one? Sure. Yes. By I'm, all means, please. I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because most uh, like they're cute together. Yeah. But most of their quote unquote relationship, like 
MJ's been watching Peter and all this. All this stuff happens in between movies off screen. Like, as far as the viewers concerned, no, not, none of it, this is not earned. I don't know, in my opinion. I no, I think yeah, I think that's fair. This is a borderline earn. I agree with that. I bend on the side of earned on this because of the age of the characters, how they're always going to be guarded over their real feelings. They're never going to really admit that either one, especially MJ, who doesn't know how to handle these kind of positive things. And it's clear she doesn't, you know, just based on yeah. her she antisocial directly nature. says that too. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is all set up well, and it's very cute and kind of twee almost. And yeah, just kind of adorable and charming. I, I think I got hit with charm dust on this. So <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. charm dust hit me, okay. and I went, oh, that's sweet. I that's, smiled. That's cute. Yeah, I, um, I had you, a good smile at that. You like sway, I'll, I'll, I'll give you borderline. It is better than Thor and Padme. Yeah, I mean, listen. I'm not saying I, a whole lot. No, which exactly. is, yeah, this is the bar that we measure things on. <laughs> that's like saying if I shit on the floor, my dog shits on the floor. I'd rather have the dog shit on the floor. That's about the same when it comes to that kiss. I'm sure Tiffany would too. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, the, the Thor stuff was just—it's just so bad with them. Like, it's especially in that first movie, so unnecessary and so stupid. But yeah, I like so that first is, movie. Though. Yeah, this is yeah, so this is fine. I mean, I do. I as you're talking about like in Thor and Padme, I, I think the uh, relationship between Dan and Meg and Reanimator was more believable than than uh, those two jokers. So anyway. And I like how we keep making reanimator jokes. I, I just had to because poor Michael. Well, you know, Michael, like I've said, there's no way I would have let you watch that movie. No, <laughs> you're not allowed. There's no so. way I would have watched that movie. So. Yeah, I would have watched it. There's, there's, there's I was no eating way. dinner and had to stop eating dinner because of that movie. And like, I'll eat and then I'll watch the movie. That's how listen bad to it the, Listen to the episode if you haven't. It's We have a riotous good time chatting about it. And in the words of one person, one of our patrons on Twitter, he's like, it was worth my dollar for this. One person love it, one person hate it, and one person in the middle. So, Wait, the episode or? Yeah, uh, Kenneth, oh. one, a friend of the show. Yeah, he commented yeah. on Twitter about it. I know that guy. I know the show many times. And then this brings us to Happy Meets with Fury. And yeah. then they play a Ramon song as they arrive in New Jersey. But I don't know what I don't I didn't I don't know what song it was. I know it was Ramon's. Oh, OK. I didn't that. I just didn't pick up on it. The only one I know, I only know a couple, which is uh, I Want to Be Sedated and Blitzkrieg Bop, and it wasn't either of those. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that I had to be Ramones, so that voice that sounded like Ramones. And they covered the 60s Spider-Man theme at once, at one point. Did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can. <laughs> okay. And then, then <laughs> Ned's relationship, it ends. Now that they're off the trip, they're broken up now. No more, babe. Which makes sense, because it was just, you know, they're on they're on a trip. Uh, yeah. yeah. Summer fling kind of thing, yeah. which would... They talk more of here with Happy and May, too. If you have May greeting Peter and then you have the whole like Peter sitting there. I got to ask a question. You just see the back of his you see the back of his head, I think, or something. Then you it turns or you see something, somebody talking to him. And then it turns out to be he's talking about Happy and May. And that's where she's like, yeah, it's just a summer fling. That's he's cute. Like, I like that. It's just, again, a little, little turnabout kind of thing. Like the sort of thing you would confront, you know, an adult would confront two kids about, you know. Yeah, he's funny. confronting it fun it's a cute little turnaround and again i just like seeing um may and happy in love it's very sweet and you have yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean happy thinks that it's something and may's like no nah, no nah. yeah i could exactly i could i think may's been through some life i think i can see may being like yeah we're not there's no rings happening we're just gonna have ourselves a, a fun time and happy being just you know i you also know, think affable. yeah plus she's a pretty woman who probably had many boyfriends or could yeah. get any boyfriends and happy's a guy that She's, she's still burnt. She's still burnt on Mel Gibson and what women want. 
<laughs> don't get that joke, but there's, I know that's the reference. That's the reference. Very, very good. <laughs> and and then you have you have Spider-Man taking the selfie pictures while he's swinging through the air, which I like because that's very Spider-Man-y. And then you have him swinging with MJ, and then you get credits. This Yay. these bother yeah. me. Well, I, just real quick, when I before the end credits, when he's doing his swinging, I said out loud, "Yes, swinging through the city of the, swinging through the city without a care in the world, having fun." This is Spider-Man. Oh, where was this the whole movie? And <laughs> where was the title screen, by the way? Where was where was New York this whole movie? Where was New York? Uh, I think yeah, she gets at the end. For the I don't remember it. I was paying attention. Maybe I wasn't paying that much attention. It's, but it's I don't remember very, it. It's right before the <laughs> mid credits, I think. I think, but I, I, I did miss something. I'm usually, I, you know, that's that's a thing we do in this show. Yeah, I know. I I, I feel like I've let you down. Yeah, I we were I all broken. Not I think at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was ready for. I was literally ready for it to be over. I, I actually put in my notes, and Spidey goes for a swing, and, and I really. It's a nice way of ending. I think every Spider-Man should end with a triumphant swing through the city of New York. It just should. It's, it's pretty accurate representation of swinging. Like she should be absolutely terrified during all that. I would be. I fucking hate that. Yeah, during in the uh, the Miles Morales game, Genki's kind of got face cam with Miles, and he's like, "How are you not throwing up all the time?" He's like, "It's years of practice." It's funny. And then you get the credits, and then you get the first scene, which the first credit scene, which is uh, Mysterio ended up sending a or someone sent a video of Mysterio where he they edited the footage and edited what was said, so it made it look like Spider Man killed Mysterio, and then he says, and then Spider Man is Peter Parker, but they sent it to what the hell they, the the Daily the Bugle, Daily Bugle, but the Daily Bugle yes. now is a website, which I thought was funny. Yeah, and then a good old J.K. was it J.K. Simmons? Yep, they brought him yep. back. They played the same yep. character. Great. Pretty good. Very good. It was good. And then you get more credits. And at the very end, this one irritates me where you have (laughs) Fury in the car with Marie with Maria Hill. And all of a sudden it turns out they're both scrolls. Yeah. And that's why it's fine. And that's why Fury is an idiot in this movie, because it wasn't really Fury. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he says early on, he's like, he's from Earth, but not your Earth. Not 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 our Earth. Oh, I see. Oh, I didn't catch I didn't catch that. Okay. What ship is he on? What fortress is he in when you see Samuel Jackson? Where? It's called Sword. It's another branch of what would be S.H.I.E.L.D. normally or something. Oh. I don't know what ship he's actually on, but that's what... Because there's a reference to Sword in WandaVision. Yes. That's correct. where he's at, technically. That's what that is. And who's, and he, telling joke, to get back, who's he telling to get back to work? Just like regular cronies? Scrolls, like, yes. Yeah, I, think I, more scroll. I, don't, I don't get where they're going with that. Yeah. I don't like it. I didn't. I, I figured. I assumed it was just me being ignorant of the comic books, and I, I always assume these things are a reference to a comic I've never heard of. So I was like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'll just ask the ask the fellas, what is this from? And clearly, it's, just sword thing. Yeah, I I don't really know exactly where they're going with this, and that's why this movie also bugs me because it feels so unnecessary. Like Black Widow should have been, you know, either after Infinity War or before Infinity War, and then Endgame should have been the end of Phase Three and done, and then this. Yeah. Time- Oh, yeah. Well, Black Widow was supposed to be out like 10 years ago. It was supposed to be out in this time, but then they just wouldn't. Disney wouldn't greenlit it. Yeah. They didn't think Scarlett Johansson, who had starred in multiple movies, could hold a movie for some reason. <laughs> she can hold the movie, even though she's half asleep through most of it. Like Lucy. <laughs> she's very tired. Throughout. Mm, she's she's Lucy, Lucy, very tired. Oh, like, Lucy's garbage. Don't even get me started. Sorry. <laughs> that was like, I saw it in theaters. And I really liked it. I saw it in theaters too because I'm like that preview looks awesome. She's gonna get like psychic powers, and I watch them like 
What is happening? This I'm, is I don't, you, put, you put ScarJo in a movie. I don't care how stupid it is. Oh, I can yeah. see ScarJo. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm really biased because yeah. ScarJo. She's 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 great as the AI in her. Excellent. Don't say that. Excellent movie. Really good. She's, she's you want to watch Ghostbusters? Hmm. What? She's in that the DreamWorks movie Sing. She's the porcupine. Yeah, she's the porcupine. She's great. She's the porcupine. I thought she was the pig. Never mind. No, she's the porcupine. Trust me. I've heard that song a hundred <laughs> times on the on, in the car on the way to take, take my kid to school. Yes, she's the porcupine. <laughs> All right. Should we? I think we should go to Shelf Stacker Box. She's in the SpongeBob movie, the first one, the steamed oh. roll. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. So this, I was still torn torn between this movie, like where I should put it. But the more we talked, and the more we shitted on it, it went lower on the on the totem pole. So it's 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 going in the box. It's just it's not a Spider Man movie. It really should be called Spider Man: Agent of Shield. And it's just it's not. It doesn't make any sense. And the more we discussed it, the less it made sense. And that's not that was bad. <laughs> so I never need to see. I'm good. I'll take my homecoming. I'll enjoy that. I do not need to see this movie again. I'm glad I saw it, went in the box, and done. How about you, Mike? It's going on the shelf, man. This movie is great. No, it's going in the box. Like, <laughs> like even if it wasn't after Spider-Verse, every Spider-Man movie's competing for second best. Like, we've discussed at length that nauseum in this. It's yeah. trying to be two different movies. It doesn't succeed really well at either of them. As I put it to you guys in the uh, the proverbial green, green room, I called it a, a tale of two shitties. Yeah, <laughs> which is a little harsh, but yeah. I don't know. Like it could have been so much better, and it really just feels like they cobbled together a movie to to keep Sony happy. So, nah, I'm I'm good. Made a lot of money though. Oh yeah, it's MCU movie. Yeah, it's such a weird way to send off Phase Three. But yeah, box is yeah. How about you, Bill? Uh, this is a box. I you know it's yeah. You guys just said it best. I don't really need to reiterate much, even though I will because that's what I do on the show. <laughs> I restate my restate my points over and over again. You know, this movie is just it's oil and water, right? It, the, the the high school drama and the superhero stuff doesn't mesh. The 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 rules don't make sense. I actually enjoy the high school stuff more than the superhero stuff just because of that issue with this very clumsily built Mysterio character and all the things that he can quote unquote do. And it just never meshes and mixes well. And in the end, you have very average superheroing with a very heartless or not heartless with a very heartless kind of teenage drama that doesn't have the heart and warmth of a John Hughes movie. And you mush these two things together and you just you just get something that does not satisfying. That's not interesting. I was reading the the blurbs of the Rotten Tomatoes reviews that equaled up to a 90% approval rating. Damn. And Rotten Tomatoes, of course, is just yay or nay. So if it's above 50% or a certain metric, it's a positive or a negative. So I suspect from all of, like the blurbs I read, all the critics were like, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's affable. So they all are like 77 out of 10s, basically, but they total up to 90 because of Rotten Tomato algorithms. And that's really where this is. But I don't know. I just thought the just the lack of care in the script and... Yeah, just bad villain, all equaled up to a very unsatisfying experience. I was better off, should have been playing Fallout. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, my uh, other box. issue with the Spider-Man, they feel rushed. Like, we're getting, no, we're getting no way home at the time of this recording very, very soon. Comes out in December of 2021. We just got this movie in 2019. Yeah. Like We've gotten one teaser so far, which is not instilling me with a lot of confidence. Maybe they just assume people are going to see it no matter what. But People are going to see it no matter what, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Same thing. I'll probably see it opening weekend. A better version of this 
kind of movie where it can't decide what it wants to be is Superman Returns. It's more of a Clark Kent movie than a Superman mm. movie. You get one and a half action scenes, but everything kind of meshes well. Yeah. And it's more on Clark wanting to be Clark instead of Superman. But, uh, yeah. Right. And I think if you want to do a high school drama with Peter Parker, that is interesting. They're, the core of this is actually pretty good. Yeah, again, the idea of Peter Parker fighting against being a, a kid in high school and a superhero. And wanted to be both and realizing you can't. Mm-hmm. And the and growth that have, comes from that. That's cool. I have but a then, small spoiler that I want to mention. Oh, I'm going to tell people to skip ahead about three minutes. because from the Okay, so you know that Venom movie that just came out? The new one? I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. I haven't seen you, it either. You don't need to. But uh, there's going to be a small spoiler for the after credit scene. So if you don't want to hear it, skip ahead. Say three minutes. I should be done with it by then. In the end of the Venom movie, after the movie ends, the extra credit, the credit scene, is Venom is at a, is at a, is at a hotel or something? And all of a sudden, he something the world flips, and he sees on the TV that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Ew. So yeah, the, I kind the, of figured that was the route they were going. Well, yeah, I mean that's why again I think that's why they made all these movies because they're like Sony's like we want it back, we want our contract back, we're taking mm-hmm. it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I Far From Home is absolutely going to be the last one in the MCU or No Way Home. Yeah, there we go. Whatever. Yeah, yeah when it yeah. says No Way Home, I think yeah they meant No Way Home back to MCU. He's done. Yep. So that I just wanted to put that out there because that was like the best part of that Venom movie, by the way, too. So. <laughs> I heard it was pretty bad. I heard it's not it's very great. good. It has issues. Yeah, they should just if they're going to do a high school thing, then keep it in high school. I would. Yeah. I'm actually here for Peter Parker in class and in that environment, and then having to like dip yeah. out to do superhero things. That's actually cool and fun and interesting. But you put us in this like super, you know, summer vacation thing in in a place we don't, you know, we all know what Venice is, obviously, but. I don't know. A lot of the decisions here were really baffling and strange and uh, just didn't work. So, yeah. If you want to see that, Peter Parker in high school, watch the 2017 Disney series. It's got a really shaky start, but it ends up being something great. All right. Cool. Very cool. Damn, I was going to say something else, and I'm trying to think what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, one thing I did want to say is this is the last MCU movie that we're, we're, we're at least all three of us are doing because we're done with this yeah. fucking project. <laughs> just, we started this. I, I don't, unfortunately, I don't have the drive near me, but I think it was either February. It was or February. It was like late yeah. February. Yeah. So it was February. before COVID hit. Yep. <laughs> we recorded the first episode. And I remember because COVID hit, and I'm like, oh, COVID won't be that long. We'll record a couple extra episodes where we're not as busy, yeah. you know, and then we'll, you know, that way we have a head start. And then COVID never ended. And we're in 20, Same. we're, we're yeah. recording this today in 10 22 21, and we're still like, we were. We were making excessive podcasts before it was the thing to do. <laughs> I can't tell you how good it feels to have. I mean, we got one more episode in us where we're going to do a recap and do our rankings in a, a f- few weeks. We'll record it or something. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But yep. so like that's you have that coming to hear all our rankings of all these movies. And I can guarantee you this movie will be really high in the list. <laughs> all those all right. Up there with uh, Guardians 2. <laughs> yeah. It's above Guardians 2 on my list. <laughs> Every in- when I. We watched Guardians 2. I literally went down the list, made 23, and put it at the bottom. Like, you can stay right there. Wow. Wow. Worst wow. movie of all of them. Wow. That's that's a bold statement. Well, uh, spoiler for uh, I don't agree. Yeah. But we'll, they'll be interesting. We'll, we'll save that. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for then. Yeah, we started this in February 2020. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's correct. And uh, yeah, imagine if we had kept it to just doing one a month. We'd be halfway through right now, I think. Yeah. That was the original plan, was to make it yeah. go for two years. But then it was after, like, we were started. It wasn't, oh, God, we got, it was in June when Stu and Stefan quit the show. So yeah. that's when everything kind of got thrown thrown for a whack. Well, we also had the pandemic where we were like, we're all sitting at home doing nothing. Like, yeah, we, we literally time. can't leave our homes. So let's just do this once every couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, we'll just get ahead. And then yeah. we got a far ahead. And then we ended up 
we went through all, we we had two of us move and bought houses. Yep. One of us had a had a kid. Yeah. And we still <laughs> there's so much shit in the time recording this. Yeah, yeah. we got to the end of phase three and it just felt like a band-aid. It's like we just need to pull and get it over with. Let's just, yeah. Let's just get it done. So we'll done. talk about it more yeah. next episode. I really yeah, want to yeah. go into the mental the mentality of what this project was when we yeah. do the next episode. That'll be fun. That'll be a fun postmortem for sure on this uh, project. Because I was not thinking that it would be what it became. You could have just stopped at not thinking. <laughs> like it was I remember like because it was all Disney Plus got announced, and I'm like, we can do this and I look back and I'm just like, man, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, like, we can't postmortem it now. We'll wait for when we do that show. But I've had a wonderful time doing this. This has been a lot of fun, and I look I look forward to it every month slash every two weeks whenever we announce it. So, but again, unlike you guys, I don't record now. I have my own podcast. I'm constantly doing work for. So yeah, now I you still... do more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just come on, now you're just a guest here and there. Aww. So, oh, anyway. we're just coming out November 10th. So not that far from the time that we're recording this. Okay. Because I'm going to do phase four at some point, right? I mean, you know, I got to talk to you about Black Widow. uh, My plan is you do it with guests, with a (laughs) random third chair, whoever wants to pop in. So maybe Mike might pop in in one of them or something. But that's the idea. Yeah. And then some might be without you, like for what if. I don't know if you want to watch that crap or not, but it's fine. What if was fine? How long you didn't even watch all of it, sir? Yeah, well, that's on my list of things to do. How how long is it? Eight episodes or nine? That's too much. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're but they're all minutes. different. Depressing <laughs> yeah. episodes. And that's, I don't like seeing characters I really like in a very depressing world. Ooh, depressing? I'm in. <laughs> Yay! I want yeah. to do that. Like, one of the episodes. Do what? I kill Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, that does happen. It doesn't matter. because it's not for me. I haven't seen it yet. Not it's spoiling actually... it. it doesn't even, you won't even understand the context of what I just said. Other than Hawkeye. Actually, Twice. Right. Yes. But it's different. <laughs> What ifs are different worlds, essentially, of these different stories that happen in these different universes that are that follow the MCU but aren't the MCU? Yeah, okay. like the it's first episode, comic line. What if Peggy Carter got the serum instead of instead of Steve Rogers? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then it kind of goes from like the second episode is, what if Chad, you know, uh, Black Panther got abducted and became Star Lord instead of Peter Quill? That's actually a good episode, but it, it's, so it's just, basically like a playground conversation, right? Like basically that's what this is. So it okay. doesn't really spoil it because, yes, I said it, but it doesn't. The context is not what you think it is. So I understand. OK, that's fine. Fair enough. It doesn't matter. Cool. Because it doesn't affect the actual MCU. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, that's, I figured it Very good. Okay. I want to talk about Loki. I want to talk about WandaVision. I want to breeze through Winter Soldier. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Loki was so good. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. I don't know if we're going to do an order what we're going to do for the show. Oh. We'll, we'll get them. It doesn't matter but, at this point. But that means you're going to make me watch Black Widow again, which is like it's like watching. You don't have to. If you don't, if you want to skip out on some, you're welcome to. But Black Widow is good. Oh no, no, no! I'll watch Black Widow again. I just uh, I, like I don't that. know. I know you do. But I only seen it once, so we'll see what my second this movie I like de- decently. I thought it was okay. Now I think it's shit. So my opinion was that. <laughs> I and you know what? Like to bring it back to to bring it back to this movie, I. As always, I apologize if I ruined your your ruined your good time and and stole you of your robbed you of your joy. I I hope not. Hope you, you still have a- already. I was already here. You just made it. You just brought things more to light that I didn't realize. It didn't affect. It was already bad. Yeah, it was a solid C at best for me. So cool. And then with No Way Home coming out and kind of seeing where they're going with it, and they're making another Spider Man movie that's Spider Man and Friends. I'm just like, <laughs> just give us a Spider Man movie. 
At least in this one, part of his friends are supposedly other Spider-Men, so that'll be interesting. That's true. It'll be the second best Spider-Man movie with multiple Spider-Men in it. <laughs> Only for a little while. Yeah. Spider-Verse 2 is coming. Yeah, next spring, supposedly. I will see that. We'll definitely do that one at some point. And Phil, where can people find you? Oh, I do a podcast entitled A Gamer Looks at 40. Um, I've said the tagline a million times on this show, but um, yeah, we it's uh, in case you've never heard this podcast before, in case you're just cruising the internet looking for people to talk badly about (laughs) Far From Home. (laughs) That's what your goal was this week. Glad we could serve that purpose. It's just a, an exploration of the history of video games uh, through the lens of people who lived it, of everyday people who kind of experienced it. We go through different systems and eras and characters and just let people tell stories about how the why they love them, why it's how it's affected their lives. It's kind of like this American life meets Reply <laughs> All almost. That's kind of like the combination I think I went for and probably failed. But, you know, hey, that's the that's the idea. If you want to listen to it, if that terrible explanation works for you. Go to Twitter to a gamer looks at 40 and all the stuffs is there. Follow, like, subscribe, do the YouTube slash. Uh, I'm not on YouTube. Don't You're do not YouTube. YouTube. No. Don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> do all the podcast things that pe- every other podcast asks you to do. It would be lovely and great. And I hope to uh, get your listen. The way that I like to put it is that your show follows one topic but with different people jumping in to talk about said topic with music in between. Where yeah. I go, and he edits a lot every time I listen to that show. I, it's yeah, that's that's about that's about it. That's and then I do this, or I just throw it on there, and we just talk, we just talk, and then I cut out ums and stuff like that. And <laughs> no, it's uh, it's you should see me, you should see me cutting these shows up. It's literally <laughs> like a a crazy person. Oh, and you know, I'll throw one more plug. I'm gonna be on. Oh, hang on, yeah, you'll have to cut this bit because I have to look it up. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, what am I doing tomorrow? I'm sorry. Just cut this out. I'm, I'm going to make you do more work than you had to. No, this is easy, though. I don't That's know if I'm going to cut it out, but yes. Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to be on a, a a Twitch stream tomorrow from uh, 10 to 11 Central Time. I think that's what I'm going on. Yeah, 10 to 11 oh, Central Time. If you go time. back in time, you can go watch yes. that stream. Ooh, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's always a VOD. There's always a VOD. There's always a VOD. Yes. So you can go on a Cafe BTW. Um, I'm going to be down there for an hour uh, talking about um, podcasting and about uh, video game magazine retrospective. So we talk about Nintendo Power, Game Pro, EGM, kind of walking down that memory lane of the video game magazines. It's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, you cannot go back in time. You are not Dr. Maybe, Strange. Maybe you can. So go to um, uh, Cafe BTW on Twitch and check out that show. I'll be there. You have to shrink down really small. <laughs> yes. Time. Yes. Go yes. You have, to do, you have to do that. That makes more sense than the drones. Anything that makes <laughs> more sense than the stupid drones. Oh, man. And if you actually like this movie, we're sorry. <laughs> Some people, like people, people like who this, like this movie. So. People oh, yeah. like this movie. Yeah. They got to be 90% I, somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Money? know. And, and just to just to make sure I close that loop, I don't want to get it wrong. It's twitch.tv slash love retro BTW is where you would find that VOD. Okay. And if you send me a link, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. That's fine. I'll do that. <laughs> so... You got a little while, so don't worry. You're not like this. This isn't going for. I gotta edit this th- thing still. And I also want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hath Fury. We have a new intro Ooh. and outro now, which you've heard a few times at the point you're hearing this. Uh, so I just want to give her a shout. You see a, a link to her TikTok in the show note. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube, but only audio. Oh, but hey, if you're looking for the Resident Evil movie or the Thor Dark World, we have thirty-four thousand. 
views of that movie and people be probably being upset with me. Oh, Resident Evil's one of them now. That's cool. It's about three hundred something, but yeah, people <laughs> keep clicking on it. But it's not Again. like the Thor which I I checked. It was thirty four thousand, and it had more dislikes than likes. <laughs> Why? Why is it the bad movies? <laughs> Because no like, one wants said, to spend money on it. Yeah. Like, what are, you forget it exists. So you're like, man, I can't remember that movie. You look it up on YouTube and you find some some idiot that did a podcast about it. Like, mm-hmm. try to watch Winter Soldier or something. Not Resident Evil or Dark World. Like, <laughs> Resident Evil's a good film. Yeah, okay. I will stand by that. That is like, I think I still liked it. I can't remember what I even said. I'll listen to this. I think I've ruined that one for you too. I've ruined all your movies. I, oh, I, I, oh, I destroy all the things you love. I, I apologize in advance. I think I still enjoyed that movie. Yeah. How many uh, named Resident Evil characters are in that movie? None. It doesn't need to be any. That's fine. It's still a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. The third uh, one is garbage. Oh, Extinction. Extinction's hot garbage, like dumpster fire. Fourth one's a prison, right? Revelations. I, I think so. The After fifth life. one is the simulation city, which is yeah. good, if I remember right. And yep. I never seen it. Same. So I'm purposely not watching it. And I even had someone try to spoil it to me. I'm like, nope, I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it. I'm like, I got to wait until I do it a pocket. Yeah, I bought it. I still have yet to watch it. I have the whole set, too, for some reason. Good good conversation. And, oh, and please follow us on Patreon. We have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can go vote in our Patreon poll each month that we have. I don't know what this month will be, but oh, it'll be a holiday movie of some sort. So go vote. Go. Little as a dollar. You'll see a link in the show notes. And I think that's. That's everything I need to say. We will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.